What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach. And that's gang. you. The coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. New, 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 we are back in here post-Christmas, and we are, what is it, the eve of after Christmas. We are back here. Hopefully, y'all can wake y'all punk asses up. Some of y'all don't have a, have to go to work today. You're not at your job today, especially if you have a desk job. I'm sure they gave you the day off. But anyway, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about the rebellious spirit of the modern women in 2023, going into 2023, which makes a lot of men believe that these hoes are winning. All right. I know we got to talk about that. Shout out to the people like uh, Ramil and Mr. Palmer and whatnot. We've been having this great debate about these hoes winning. But we're going to check up. We got to check a little bit of history and biblical references. This is biblical. This is the biblical time that we're living in. This is why the energies are all off. Somewhere around 2020, the energy shifted. I'm, I don't know if you felt it. We had a great slowing down of our economy, of our country. The enemies, the enemies, the enemies shifted the world. We are definitely in the new, 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 new world order. And uh, it actually started with uh, the instigation of this started with people uh, bowing down to local politicians, which I said was an L. And essentially what you don't understand in the context of the world dynamics of the world in the nature of our uh, of our world is you lent power to people who were supposed to be serving you and you proceeded to serve them. As a result, we saw this great energy shift in the direction of our world. And it's almost to the point where we have to let it go. New, 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 new world <laughs> order. And, uh, you know, people, people believe that pe like tyranny is something that, uh, you know, is forced upon you, but essentially is something that you submit to. And that's what we're in now. Hence, the rebellious spirit of modern women is able to prevail. And we're asking all kinds of questions as to how to correct it. Many people say, get your passport, get your passport. But what you don't understand is you're still uh, subjected to the world. New, 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 new world order. It's a solution, temporary band-aid. But a lot of times what we don't understand as men, we lent our true power away and we can never get it back until there's going to be a time where we get it back. But it's going to be ugly. Hate to start off the show with doom and gloom. But where does the, re the rebellious spirit of nature, of woman's nature, start? Where does it originate? Well, we're going to show you some videos. All right. And I want to share with these, these videos with you, especially uh, for people who don't understand. You might be new to my programming. All right. I've done some great series on this one to show you where these things and these spirits originate. And uh, one of the spirits is the Jezebel spirit. The Jezebel spirit, a lot of people don't know the true context of the word or the name Jezebel. Jezebel has been named after a woman who proceeded to use her power, her sexual power over her weak king. And the king name is Ahab. People assume Jezebel means a loose woman. And that is not entirely true. Now, this is a woman who actually was able to uh, achieve great power over her king, Ahab, who was the husband, and she was able to rule over a lot of people and people attributed the fall of many uh, uh, the surrounding kingdoms uh, to Jezebel. If it wasn't for Jezebel's power over her weak husband, then the certain situations would not uh, exist. And I went over that 
in this video right here, as you can see here uh, in 2020, the spirit of Jezebel. What old tales can tell us. This is biblical, the spirit of the Jezebel. I also have told you about Lilith and her den of demons, her fascination with her reflection. See, people think Lilith is in the Bible, but J Lilith is not in the Bible. It is Jewish folklore in which uh, the, the Lilith was allegedly the first wife of Adam, and she refused to submit to Adam and thus was casted off to the side, and then Eve took her place in Jewish folklore. Now, Lilith presided in the mirror in which then the mirror was able to entice even her young coquetted niece, as, as we know, which coquette means a flirt, in which the flirt was then enticed by the mirror, the black mirror, the wall in which Lilith lived in with her den of demons. So if you think about how women are now enticed by the spirit of that phone, of that smartphone, and they can not stand not recording themselves and looking at themselves in full disguise, then you don't understand the story of Lilith. Lilith in the black mirror, Lilith in the mirror is as old as Jewish folklore. They have been telling you why women are fascinated with their own phones, mirrors, lighting, and so forth. And behind that mirror is the Dina Demons. This is one of the stories of the rebellious spirit of nature. And even back then, the smart mirror couldn't even rival the smartphone. So let's go back into that. I've actually done a breakdown on that as well. Most of these videos are available if you just Google it. If you just coach Greg Adams in YouTube and put Lilith in there or Jezebel, it will certainly pop up. Lilith's spirit in modern women. Now, this does not end the story because you even have the story of Eve and then you even have the Holy Scripture telling you uh, as much. And where's my Holy Scripture here in Proverbs? There's plenty of literature here that we're going to go over later on to talk about this rebellious spirit. And we see it so prevalent today in this context right here. This is Proverbs. Uh, let me see here. I, my screen is blocking me. This is Proverbs 7 and 11 going from 7 uh, to 10. Then a woman came out to meet him with the attire of a harlot and cunning of heart. We're going to talk about what words mean. She is loud and defiant. Her feet do not remain at home. Now in the streets, now in the square, she lurks at every corner. This has all been written before, and we're experiencing it now. But whose fault is it? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Whose fault is it? Men have relented, especially men of color. Men of color have given in to the spirit of the Jezebel in their own lust, thus yielding power to the rebellious spirit of modern women. And thus now we're trying to reel it back in, but even those men in their spirit of lust cannot prevent themselves from correcting it all the way. We tend to procreate with these people and then complain about them. We tend to act in the mating order with them, take them on dates, try to see if they're different, and then you continue to blame them. So we cannot pass off these things just to women. It is men, especially if you see a big butt and a smile. You've been told those girls are poison, but you still are procreating with them. You still are mating with them. You can't trust a big button to smile, as they said. But this is all not new. This is nothing new. They just have the great power of our society right now, which will let you believe that they're winning. But let me tell you, I know, man, this is going to be hard for you to believe because I'm going to show you visual evidence of them not winning. Ladies and gentlemen, I know, gentlemen, you'll be like, oh, they're winning. They're winning. Guys, they're not winning. 
I know they're getting dubs. They're piling on and guys, it's our fault. <laughs> all right, listen, Tory lanes. You can scream about Tory lanes all you want. He was the one piping out all those women and keeping company with them thinking he was the Mac, right? He was like sitting there, whatever they were driving in that Ford expedition driving. And he's looking back and he's looking at all of his greatness. Look, I piped her down. I pipe her down. I pipe her down. I'm the man. And eventually it cost him. See, you're never the man in the end when it comes down to that thing, because when it comes to the court of public opinion, the Jezebel presides over all. Okay. You can't win in those situations. The best way to do it is to let these girls hit these streets in these streets. If you want to put them to work, put them to work. But Hey, you thought you was the man and now your ass in prison. I can't feel sorry for you. I can't feel sorry for you. But anyway, let us get into the day show. We got a lot of uh, topics today. But a lot of the to topics are interwoven in this rebellious spirit of the model women. You're going to see what they end up to be. You know, you're seeing Brittany Renner come back to the come back to the holy altar and try to repent her sins. But she's full of venom. She's full of rebellious nature and she cannot be trusted. Even in her pain, even in her 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 kneeling and submission to me at the altar or CGA, she cannot be trusted. She has told us she cannot be trusted and thus. She'll be casted in the internal fire with the rest of the den of demons and the simps as well. So anyway, we also got, uh, what do we got? Grant Cardone taking an L. Grant Cardone's going to back up what we were talking about, about him earlier last week. Grant Cardone, that's going to be an L, sir. I'm going to just go ahead and say, I mean, he verbalized everything that I actually thought. And Grant Cardone, it, it, it might be a little too late to put you in the 12 simps of Christmas. But Grant, bruh, oh my God, wait till you see that video. We got women stealing safes at a grocery store, inside job. We got a landlord, a female landlord trying to evict a straggle. And then we also have what dating looks like in 2022, as told by members of the dating marketplace in 2022. Also, Jerry Jones, uh, another woman who was supposed to be women winning, dragging Jerry Jones to court to get money. I got money. All right. So, uh, and I covered that story before, but now there was just a recent court order where they trying to go ahead and pull his pockets out. I got money. Anyway, uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button to enjoy this day's show. And if you want to contribute and support, <laughs> uh, contribute and support, you can uh, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And it is pinned to the top of the live chat in the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. If you want to super chat, go over to the Notorious CGA channel and super chat over there. And reminder, the playbacks will be deleted over there immediately after the show. So uh, if you're watching over there, you might have to come back to the Free Agent Lifestyle if you're behind in the show and you want to catch up. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Classy Beat says, happy money day, coach. I got money. And the coach gang, while others are asleep, we out here getting this money. Let's go. 2023 is going to be another great year, especially for the hustlers. If you're a grifter, hey, man, never feel bad. Don't feel guilty about going to go get some money. Right? People will make you feel guilty for going to get some damn money. All right, him working too hard. Him working on the next day after Christmas. Him working Meanwhile, you lazy bums ain't going to do nothing. Hey, it's got somebody got to go get it. Somebody go, go got to go get it. Shout out to Classy Beats, man. 2023 is going to be the year of the hustler, of the survivor. Everybody else, y'all going to be out there with your paw out 
Can you hit me with? No, nah, man. It's going to be bad. It's going to be mad. Uh, shout out to Bob says, did you see the stats on fatherhood in locals? I did not. When did you post it? I did not. All right. Force India says, may the spirit of cheese be with you and the whole coach gang in the building. We are here. Okay. Bob is trying to prove a point there, but I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. He's trying to, Bob is trying to say 80% of black men have children by 49, age 49. I think this Bob's got to be a woman. You're trying to do that. Now we're asking him for stats. He apparently put it up there. Post it again. Okay. 80% of black men have children by age 49. Okay. How many black? <laughs> I, I, I want to know what, what, what's the point he's making here. All right. So uh, because the point was 51%. This is a counterpoint to 51% of black men don't have children. That's the counterpoint. He's trying to say 80% by the age of 49 have children. Okay. I have children, though. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, he's trying to prove that point. Or she. Whoever it is. All right. What are we doing here? I got to get over to uh, Cash App and all of that stuff. But uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. They 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 want to prove that point so bad. All right. So, what do we got here? D. Rose. Deshaun Rose says, leave them flatbacks alone. He says, coach, go live already. We in here. That was from Saturday. And he also says, good morning, coach, off for this week. So doing my gigs, all right? Hey, man, you better have, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. So I'm glad you got something secondary lined up. So you're ready to go get out here and go get that money. Go and get it. I got money. Go and get it. How many of you black men have children? Okay, I, actually, I should say, how many don't have children? All right, we got, uh, who is this in here? We got uh, Eric. Is in the building with the Christmas gift over on Venmo. Appreciate you, sir. And then PayPal needs a little bit of love, man. Let's give the PayPalers some love. How many of you ninjas got babies or don't got babies? I don't know. But the stat says 49. I didn't see the stat, though, just so you know. We got uh, three or four over here. No government name. What do you got to say, brother? No government names over here. And he says, um, what's up, coach? Okay. I know we promised not to mention this 304, but Tate humbled a certain single mother yesterday and had her crying in regret. I can't wait to hear this morning's show. 304s are losing, bro. Uh, look, I don't know. We get a certain satisfaction. Shout out to Andrew Tate. We get a certain satisfaction of believing Brittany Renner, right? She puts herself out there knowing the effects that are going to happen, right? You're going to have people feel sorry for her. Or she's an easy one. But what we have to understand is we can't trust anything that she does. Okay, people believe that she's getting destroyed. People believe she comes in a spirit of meekness and humbleness. She doesn't. This woman is a vicious uh, uh, pit viper. She's a vicious pit viper. She's not to be trusted anyway, whether she's winning or losing. Matter of fact, the more she loses, the more power she gains. This is what we got to understand about Brittany Renner. She will never be destroyed unless she destroys herself because she's already got the seed of many, many men that gives her power. Not only that, we keep digging her ass up. Why do we keep digging her up? Why do we get the satisfaction of believing that we're going to put her out on her own misery? No, she needs to put herself out. The spirit of Elijah. We walk in the spirit of Elijah. We might want to curse the Jezebel, but it is 
the Jezebel that will curse herself. We're going to talk about the spirit of Jezebel. I already talked about it, right? This woman, Brittany Renner, will is defiant to the bitter end. She will not be course corrected. <laughs> you can't change the stripes on a tiger. Stop looking for the uh, payback, uh, Brittany Renner. This, don't do it. Don't fall for it, guys. Do not fall for it. I know a lot of guys fall for that, and she's somebody's going to wise her up. She's already sat in front of Kevin Samuels. She's already now sat in front of Andrew Tate, the two of the biggest names in this sphere. Nothing's going to correct her. <laughs> Nothing. Zero. And don't trust that she's going to be in tears and go back to her hovel and then experience a awakening. It's not going to happen. I think that's very hopeful of men to believe that. Not if she, not even if she sat in front of me. Don't think I'm salty and be like, well, he, you just saying that because the other content creators, look, I can hit her over the head with whatever I want to hit her with. It's not going to help not one bit. All right. It ain't going to help one bit. Nothing's going to help her. She's already has the spirit of rebellion in her. And now she's coming to put on her veil and come in like the, like Mother Teresa. It ain't going to work. Her rent due at the end of the day. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay, Jarrell Boston says, trust me, young men under 30 in here, these pros ain't winning. As a 40-year-old man, my old female my old female friends who are now 35 to 45 are broke, and they're mad because life didn't pan out the way that they thought. Don't save them. They don't want to be saved. Coach gang, till the grave, spread the RP in the coach gang. Thank you, Jarrell. And uh, we need to talk about that. Men under 35, men close to 40, you might be thinking 304s are winning, right? You're going to think that, and that's fine to believe that. I, I agree. The women in your age group are certainly getting a, a hand at life, and that hand comes from the pit of hell, the den of demons and Satan himself. But this is not to be trusted. You're going to see what happens in the end, and I know the end doesn't seem like it can come fast enough. <laughs> You're like, when are they going to be ended? Trust me. When you get between the ages of 40, 45, and 50, you're going to see the end. Oh, it's pitiful. It's pitiful. All right. Even if they have a job. But I say at that particular point, don't save them. I know, man. Jay Cool, last one. Coach, the one thing I've always known, but he says only in the last year have finally applied 100% of the time just because I think it does not mean I have to say it. Okay. He says, just because I think it I do, doesn't mean I have to say it. I literally do not share some information of some parts of my life with anyone I know. And it is always the way it should be. Oh, and thank you for posting your previous live stream. They keep me company while I'm out here shoveling. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things I always tell young men, men, that not everybody needs to know everything. The left hand does not need to know what the right hand is doing. Not even your spouse should be aware of all things that you do. Just the relevant stuff. Not everybody knows what I do. I know you see me on a daily basis, but not everybody knows every single detail of my life. And that is by design. Thus, we always tell you when you write a book, uh, I'm sorry, if somebody's going to write a book on, on you, why not it, let it be you? Always write the pen. Always write the book yourself. Don't let anybody else tell your story. You tell your own story, and that way you can control the details that everybody knows. So whatever you do, you don't have to let people know. If people want to inquire about you, tell them what was only relevant. 
tell them then it's none of your business if they get a little bit deeper in the conversation. But you owe no one nothing. Let's get let's get into the show. Let's get into the show here. Uh, let's see. We got the first one, Straggling Sniggle Theater. Oh, my goodness. We kicking off the show already. Again, are these holes winning? Let's show it. All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater. Uh, again, are these holes winning? We're going to take you to California. Of course, California. Let me see if I can uh, show this clip. And it is on Fox News. What the hell? Oh, now we got a commercial. Okay. Let me go ahead and turn that commercial down. Apparently, there's surveillance video of several women, several women going into a grocery store, which somebody had to know this information was here. Let's go ahead and add it to the stream. Here it is, Fox News. Uh, the women, it says right here, California women steal a safe from the grocery store in a brazen theft video shows here. Now, <laughs> I don't know. I thought hoes were winning. Apparently not. This is in Orange, California, Newport Beach, very close. The women walked out of the store with the safe concealed in a grocery cart. Is this winning? Let's go ahead and pop this video up and show it. There's the women here. One, two, three, four. I think there's five women. There's a woman over here. Let's go ahead and show the video. I don't think there's any audio, so I'll have to go ahead and talk over the top. Nope, there's five women right there. I see six, as a matter of fact. Look at these women here. All right. I don't know whether race or ethnicity, but they look like they up to no good. Now, here they are right here. They're here, women here. They acting like they shopping. Uh, they winning in life, right? Here they are here. They got, uh, looks like they have disguises on as well. They look like they could be Persian. Yep, they definitely have disguises. One of these women have to have worked there before because they know. Look at them. She, they lifted the safe. Oh, no. They lifted the safe. What are we doing? This is reprehensible. Look at them right there. All right. They were walking out the damn store with the safe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, this is reprehensible behavior. But anyway, I thought 304 is a win. I thought they was not hungry. I thought they were strong and independent. Mm. This got to be an inside job because not many people know that there's a grocery safe in the back of a store. And unfortunately, I couldn't show the video. There it is right there. Uh, you see them getting together. They're huddling up. They're, they're doing things. They're saying they don't need no man. They don't even need no man. It's still a safe. This is terrible, tragic, but they getting over. They doing their best. In, this got to be an inside job. They're doing their best to survive out here. Not only are they doing this, they selling body, yaddy, 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 body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Man, guys, the things that these people are doing to survive, you do not want to know. You do not want to know, and it's pretty bad out here. So you young men know, in the end, this stuff catches up to them. And are all women doing this? No. But these women had the rebellious nature, uh, the rebellious spirit, and they rebelled against their fathers. They rebelled against their husbands. And now they out here. <laughs> now they out here still in saves. All right. Let's take it to the other one because that video wasn't great. This is another video. And I don't know. This could be straggling sniggle. It could be a skit. It looks somewhat real. But let's take a look. Landlord showing new client apartment gone wrong. What is wrong with the earth here? Here we go right here. We got a lot of strong and independent women in this video. We have the landlord, and you'll see how she presents herself. Very professional here. You apparently had a person going to look for an apartment who is looking in this particular neighborhood. Eh, you can say that she's not doing well in life. And then also, 
you have the woman behind the door who doesn't want to show their apartment. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Okay, well, I informed you that there was a 12 o'clock um, showing. So I can give you a 48 hour notice, ma'am. You need to read your lease and consult CHA. You said what? You need to read your lease and consult with CHA. Okay, I wish you would because you should have told them you've been evicted a month or two ago and you should have been out my motherfucking place. You should have been out my place when you was given a 10 day notice, ma'am. Anyways, um, your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh boy! All right, so let's let's talk about this first of all. Obviously, there's a person here getting evicted, but uh, as you guys know, the, evict the eviction process is quite lengthy. And depending on where you are, it could take a year. Depending on where you are, it could take a couple of months to get them out of your property. You just don't get them right away. This is why I warn you, home investors. This is what you deal with, especially when you let straggles in. All right, that's number one. Number two, if this woman's showing in an apartment. <laughs> And she's dressed like this. What in the hell? She's dressed like this. <laughs> okay. You, th this, is, this is beyond professional. I don't know what you would call this attire, but what in the hell? You knew, well, listen, you gave her 48 hours of a, of, a, um, of a notice of showing, but this is how you showed up to show your apartment. What in the hell, bro? Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. let's continue. Um, okay, so we're going to wait till she's done. I apologize. This woman is trifling as hell. You see how she got this damn place? Ugh. Now, look at this place, bro. Now, look at it. This is what, look at the, look at the condition of this rental. Bitch, you should have been out my place. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, hey, man, look, the rebellious nature of the modern woman, the rebellious spirit, not even women can quench. You can't even put that thirst out. You know what I mean? Not even they can fight it. Yeah, that brother's starving. This is why the nature has put us over the authority of women. We were supposed to be able to put these fires out, but nope. You know, they wanted to be independent, but now they got to deal with the repercussions. See, not only are 304s apparently not winning with us, they're not winning with themselves. And that was a whole thing, right? That was what we were supposed to protect them from, insulate them from themselves. And now we can no longer do that. So this is how they fight with each other. Bish, she said, you bish, you bish. I should have put you out long time ago. Hey, guys, let them have this world. Let them have this part. You know what I mean? Let's look at the condition of this apartment. Don't fucking play with me, ho. Apartment viewing gone wrong. Look, look at this, bro. Man, would you look at this? This is not a skit. Who lives like this, brothers? Mm. Brothers, who look at this apartment? This is devastating. Matter of fact, the condition of this house is not that bad. All right, the walls are painted. They got crown molding. The carpet looks pretty well. They got linoleum floors. Look at this. What in the world? Straggle and sniggle. Look at this mess. Look at this. This is uncalled for, and they got a damn freezer out here. I get you. I guarantee you, there's a. I won't say it. There's a dead body in there. Look at this straggle. Oh, and you want to live with these women? I'm getting my stuff ready for work. So she has a job. Here's part two of it. Look at this condition. This is unbelievable. Who lives like this? Who lives like this? Y'all call this winning?
Is this winning? Okay, so this is the first room. Um, it's smaller, but oh. I'm not trying to record you. That's why. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> this is the first room. What? Um, Jesus. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, my God. This is reprehensible. I don't want to just be recording herself. I feel kind of weird recording all. Oh, oh my God! This is disgusting. What is wrong with people? What are these bins back here? Well, yeah, I know. You, you know. And then they got the Renaissance ass furniture out here. You know this. She knows she behind on this furniture. In general, I have pictures and a video of the layout. If you yeah. want that, look at this. Look at this area where you're supposed to be eating. I bet you she ain't cooked in this kitchen in 511 months. Okay. Yeah, of course she got. That's the dining room. <laughs> oh my God, reprehensible! Good Lord, clown world. They winning though, right? Come on, man. They winning. <laughs> now they're winning against you, goofballs, and this is why. They're winning against you because you continue to put babies in them. They're winning against you because you continue, you continue to lust after them on the Internet. Somebody is hitting those skins and somebody is probably paying portions of that rent. But even if she's paying, they're paying portions of it. They're not paying the entire rent, right? Your rent's due, motherfucker. They're not paying the entire rent. And so she's still patching her way through life. And eventually she will hit a roadblock. Somebody will bail her out. But I can't call that winning. I cannot call that winning. That is loser. We got women stealing safes at grocery stores. We got women living in pitiful conditions. That is not winning because you would not call that winning in life. Gentlemen, would you call that winning in life? Now, yes, the guy likes a Tory Lanez. Yes, you took an L. You took an L because you're dealing with straggles. Okay, man, reprehensible. Yeah, they win in family court. They win when you bust nuts in them. Yes, they, that's where they win. Again, whose who's fault is that? Whose fault is that? Let's go to the next segment. What dating looks like in 2022. All right, what dating looks like in 2022. Let's go to that part. And there's three reprehensible, disgusting clips for this one. And the first one, again, the first one, let me line up the clip. This is on TikTok. Of course, this could be a skit. But this, guys, let me tell you, art imitates life. They don't come up with these scenarios out of in nowhere. But look at this. This is a guy. He's running his pickup game from a car. And there's a woman walking down the street. Looks like the projects or close to it. Let's roll it. Hey, yo, excuse me. Yo, you are so pretty. What's, you got a man? Yeah. Why are you slow? You're creeping me out. No, no, I didn't mean to creep you up, ma'am. I just want to talk to you for a minute. You're just so beautiful. Like, can I have like a minute of your time? Hold on, look. No, you can't. Look, 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 wait, 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 look, look, look. I got the money. I got, uh -oh. I got the money. That's how you get them. Yeah, hop on in. Uh-oh. Yo, you are so beautiful. What's your name? So how do I get this money? What, what do I got to do? All you got to do is sit here and talk to me about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look, did you do know the return of the book of Revelation? He's returning soon, right? I just you know you're talking. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Let's break this video down. And trust me, people think this is a skit. This is definitely a skit. But let me tell you, gentlemen, in 2022 and beyond, this right here is how you get women because women are winning, right? These hoes are winning. 
Guys, they'll do anything for a couple of hundreds of dollars. I'm letting you know. I got money. And so this get shows this. And don't believe that this is not happening. And not just street walkers. And we'll show you some street walkers here in a minute. They winning. But guys, this is what women are doing today, whether you know it or not. They, they're doing this, a version of this. They're hopping in cars. They're going places. Yes, your niece. Yes, your cousin. Yes, your daughters. Yes, your schoolmates. Yes, your classmates. They're doing this. Ask me how I know. <laughs> Ask me. Ask me how I know. <laughs> They're doing this with dudes that just, you make a deal, they'd be like, let's make a deal. They're doing it more and more, and you guys just don't realize it. Yes, the girls you're trying to mat, the girls you're trying to run game on. I don't know if you know, when you see, when a woman sees you, right, and you run up on her, they're so defensive already. And the reason why they're defensive is because they're broke. Number one, they're like, I don't have time. I don't have time for these. No, no, no. I don't have time for conversation. I don't have time. No, no, no. But if you go ahead and show a little bit of cheese, that rat will come on. So let's go ahead and break it down. I want you to hear uh, in this particular skit that showed you uh, what we've been talking about. Let's play it. Hey, yo, excuse me. Yo, you are so pretty. What's you got, man? Yeah. Why? Okay. So again, in, in this in this uh, performance, they say he asked, does she have a man? And she says, yes. So that even makes this worse. In many of these situations, these women do have boyfriends. They don't tell you about them. But yes, when you throw a couple of dollars their way, I got money. they'll even come if they have a boyfriend. Trust me, this is Las Vegas. I live in Vegas. I lived in Los Angeles. I lived in Newport, Orange County. They will come for the money. Not all of them, but enough of them are. So I ask you. I submit, is this winning? You might think it's winning, but guys, when they jump on your bed and let you do whatever they want you to do for a couple of hundreds of bucks, it's a pitiful situation. <laughs> it's a pitiful situation. Many of these women don't have cars. They don't barely have apartments. They don't, they don't live alone. They live with a boyfriend. They live with a cousin. They live with a sister. They live with their parents. And they be looking for dudes to throw some money. It is crazy. Let's go ahead and play it. No, no, I didn't mean to creep you up, ma'am. I just want to talk to you for a minute. You're just so beautiful. Like, can I have like a minute of your time? Hold on, look. No, you can't. Okay, at that point, she's like, no, you can't. Man, guys, women don't want game run on, on them. They don't. You know what they want? They want money. I got money. Ladies, let them know. Let, let them know, ladies. Women don't, most women, especially when you're talking about inner city urban women, they don't want game run on them. They don't. They want money. I'm, I'm tired of telling y'all this. They don't want game. They, they want some dollars in their pocket. I got money. And, and do, trust me, trust me. You, you guys don't see this. They don't have, they're like $200 away from this, $300 away from that. Most of them are behind on their bills. They're behind bad. If they're under 30, they're behind bad on bills. They're behind bad on rent. Right now, rent is due in three days. They are they don't got it. Gentlemen, they don't got it. They're down on their luck. Now, I'm asking you, is this winning? Like, would you constitute this winning? And some men will because they'll say, they'll say it's winning because a simple help them out. But it's not helping out for free. All right, let's go ahead and uh, play the next part of this. Look, 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 wait, 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 look, 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 look,
got I got the money. Okay, I got the money. Guys, what is that? 400 bucks? 300 bucks? That now you could use that 300 bucks, but it's 300 bucks. She got to give her soul up for that. Yeah, hop on in. Yo, you are so beautiful. Now, I've seen this look before. <laughs> I've seen this look oh, before. So I've seen this look. <laughs> oh, man, these poor people, man. Look, and ladies, trust me, I don't feel bad for you. This is because you rebelled against your father. We're going to hear this later on. You rebelled against your father. You rebelled against your mother. You thought you knew it all. Your, your rebellious spirit against your parents and your grandparents put you in this spot. I don't feel bad for you. I know there's like, she could be getting traffic. She could be doing this and that. And I'm like, I don't feel bad for you. Okay, listen. I'm in a bind, you chose this life. We always tell men and women, the struggle didn't choose you. You chose the struggle. And you could just humble yourself in the sight of your father. You can humble yourself in the sight of your mother and your parents. You can humble yourself to your family, your grandparents. But as the Bible said, you put yourself in that position. Let's go ahead and go to Proverbs 7 and 11 again. Then a woman came out to meet him. What? Then a woman came out to meet him with the attire of a harlot and cunning of heart. She is loud and defiant. It says her feet do not remain at home. Now in the street, now in the square, she lurks at every corner. You did this to yourself. So I don't feel bad for people like this. She could be doing this and now <laughs> you did it. And so I don't feel bad for you. I don't care if this is a family member of mine. I don't feel bad for you. You chose this. Now this life right here, you see the spirit here because <laughs> she knows. She knows what she's going to have to do. She humbled herself in the sight of dollars. Anyway, look, I got money. Now you have to do the deed. And now she'll ask the million dollar question. What's your name? Yes, look at that rebellious spirit. But these are the demons, guys, you procreate with and you run game on and you give attention. These are the girls you get on Instagram with. You all, oh, she a baddie, coach. No, she ain't no baddie. She broke. Get this money. What, what do I gotta do? How do I get this money? What do I got to do? Oh. This is, yeah, you know what you got to do? You're going to have to drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. This is what sassy gets you. This is what I'm strong and independent gets you. This is what I can do it all on my own gets you. This is what it gets you. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, it's your life. Don't be stupid, though. All you got to do is sit here and talk to me about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look, did you do know the return of the book of Revelation? He's returning still. Right? Now. Now, this part is interesting, too. Soon as he brought out the Bible, guess what? She started running. Instead of saying, you know what? You know what? You right. I've been rebelling in the spirit of Jezebel. You know what? I better correct that. CJ Cole and our man Project Pat said, don't save them. They don't want to be saved. This is a reason why, again, you can't feel bad for them. They chose this. They chose this life. They rebelled against their father. Now they're out in the street. This man comes to save him, and she don't want to be saved. Don't save him. Guys, this is what we tell you. A lot of people will try to make you feel bad about the position that they get that, that, that other people put themselves in. You put yourself in a bad position. I put myself in a good position. I succeed. You fail. Then you want me to feel bad for you when you had the script. You, you were told what not to do, but you were spelled. You rebelled in the spirit of Lilith.
You rebelled in the spirit of Jezebel. You rebelled in the spirit of Eve. And now you're sitting here wondering if I can help you. The only thing I can help you with is a fistful of 20s, baby. I got money. Oh, baby. Drop that neck or submit to the man. Submit to the Lord. And uh, that's what we have here. And she's out of there. <laughs> sad, sad. But look, guys, that's very, very common. A lot of people, when there was a guy saying this is old news, not to many men. Guys, you guys got to understand about generations. Let's understand this. There's generation in our current lifetime. We have generation, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, and then a little bit of the previous generation uh, before the boomers. Uh, but listen, but listen, it's old news to us. Most of the young boys don't have a clue. They ain't got no clue, guys. You guys think they know what we know. They don't know. So I know a lot of people want to think that, oh, we Trump in this coach. I've been knowing this. But guys, the younger guys don't know. They have no clue. And they're wondering what, what's going on with dating. They wonder, they wonder what's going on with this and that. They don't know. And not only don't they know, they can't even imagine this to be true. They're like, wait a minute. This is true? This is true? Yes, it is true. Some of your future wives and your girlfriends are being doing things for dollars, bowling for dollars. All right, let's go to the next video. Uh, unfortunately, young men here, let's go to this one. This video, uh, if you have children, do not let them watch this point. This You're going to have to censor this one. But uh, this is a modern rebellious Lilith. And uh, it says right here, dating in 22 be like. All right, let's go ahead and play the video. I tried not to show this video for a long time, but uh, I'm going to have to show it in context here. Once my boyfriend was asleep, so I wanted to go fuck my ex real quick, so I drove down to the gas station, let him cream pie me, and then I came home to sneak into bed. My boyfriend woke up and then wanted to fuck me, and he started eating me out and told me how good my pussy tastes, and he's eating my ex's cum out of me, and I never told him. See, I don't want to play that video again because it's very, very graphic, but let me just tell you. A lot of men are dealing with this type of woman who takes their sexuality and they used to hide it. Now they're throwing it out here for all to hear. And it's somewhat disgusting to a lot of men, because although we like these type of things, it is very foul and disgusting. We're looking like, like, why would you brag about something like this? Because in our current time, the spirit of the 304 tells them to brag about their sexuality. And be open about it and, and discuss it. And this is where it leads to. Now it goes way beyond the point of what we, why do we have to hear this? Now, to be fair, we did all of this in the 80s and 90s, though. We listened to Too Short and we had to hear him and talk about all of the, what they're doing to women and we cheered it on. Now, all of a sudden, women, the tables have turned and we have to hear about WAP. We had to hear about all of these things. And now we're turned off about it. We're like, what is this shit? So uh, this is where it's come to. And many guys are dating women who are very open about what they're doing. Not only that, you see it publicly. They're open about what they're doing. This is the spirit of the Lilith. And we're disgusted by it. But we cannot put that back in Pandora's box. The box has been opened. When the, when the, the song Wet, Wet Peace Leave came out, Wet Ass Peace Leave, when that song came out, that was it. You guys want to now redirect women in the, in the righteous path. It's over. 
that part is over. You're going to have to have a society destroy itself before it recorrects. You're going to have to find the five things, um, the five events to recreate society. You're going to have to have that happen. You can't put that back in a box. Not only that, if you think women have self-awareness that they're going to get together and say, you know what, ladies, we're just going to start doing better. It's not going to happen. No society has ever done that and survived. Most societies were doomed and destroyed, even biblically, Sodom and Gomorrah. Even uh, Rome, ancient Rome, eventually got to this point. And with other factors, the society crumbled. Even the great Roman Empire succumbed to this and other things. And trust me, we have the other things that have caused the demise of the great civilization, as they called it, Rome. We have the other conditions ready. All we need is this one to actually be the straw that breaks the camel's back. We're here. We're here. Now, is, is it going to be destroyed like it doesn't exist? No, because Rome still exists. It's just not a great empire anymore. And our great empire is actually crumbling. And this is one of the contributing factors because we're getting debaucherous out here. It's going too far. It's going too far. And there's no thing that can correct this. Specifically, they have political power to do so. Matter of fact, if I'm talking about this, like, look, that clip has been out there. It's on Twitter. It's on YouTube. And it's out there. Now, if I talk about it, I'm the bad guy. You see what I mean? This is how far we've gone, because even if I come in the spirit of Elijah to say, hey, you know what? The best thing to do is I'll show you what we need to correct. Here it is. People will be mad at me. YouTube will be mad at me. Women are listening to this and they're mad at me for playing the clip, even though the clip is all over YouTube. It's all over Twitter. And then they 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 uh, do things to against my video when the video's out there. This is an example of they don't want to be corrected. So thus, you give them what they want. They don't want to be saved. Don't save them. But you guys want to save them. You purple pills want to save them. And then you complain that they're winning. <laughs> All right, let's go to the last video here. Uh, I talked about this story. The black man's first time with the white woman. <laughs> You know, the brother that went to Martin Luther King High School in Trenton, New Jersey, in Rochester, New York. And um, then he goes to Arizona State and then he figures out, you know, uh, you know, he's never seen a white girl. He's never seen a white girl push up on him. And then the first white girl that pushes up on him and shows him a good time, he'll never be the same. Let's go ahead and show you this one. And then the sister's looking at him at the college like, I can't believe you with that white girl. What does she do? She ain't got nothing better than me. She a plain Jane. But watch this. She'll drop that deck on you. And you go shuffling. Let's go ahead and play the clip. The store with me to run some errands. Oh, no, for sure. I love getting to know you. I appreciate it. You're so adorable. So my brother, he look, first time he like, wait a minute, what is this? Because, you know, sisters don't show love like this. They don't show affection like this. By the time you get them to show affection like this, it, it, it you got to do a whole bunch of things to jump through hoops and hurdles. But you can be an average black guy. And this woman will be doing this to you. So listen, I feel your pain. Let's go ahead and play this. I love this side of you. By the way, of course, it is a what? Porcelain princess. That always gets the brothers. It, of course, it's a porcelain princess. All right, let's go ahead and play it. What? I don't know about this. So this shit crazy. Step into my home, my energy for the week. Sure. <laughs> nah, this gotta be a set of her parents. Got to be on the way. All right, so this like this is too good to be true. I've never had it this easy. And what you'll know about a lot of white women, especially the spirited ones, they are loose. 
they are very, very loose and very, very easy. This is why brothers do tend to go over there because they're super easy. Uh, and they will they will do some of the nastiest things known to man to you. And let's continue. Let me check one more time. Make sure nobody watch me walk in with her. Handsome king. I don't know if you wanted a snack. I have a banana, some sunflower seeds. Oh, Sorry, my panties are on the floor. Sorry about that. Um, I'm gonna go touch up and then I'll. Okay, make yourself at home. <laughs> like, bro, no, bro, this shit don't feel right, bro. Hell, no, I gotta make. <laughs> All right, so his inner, his inner, these white girls go get you, which eventually she will. Uh, it's <laughs> my brother is like, this got to be a setup. I've never had it so easy. Not only that, she offering him snacks meals a white girl to come over and cook for you man i'll cook you this i'll cook you that and he's like <laughs> and then patty's on the floor she ready to get pounded out she ready to get defiled so she'll do whatever she wants do whatever you want with me now it's a trap many times but you gotta watch yourself let's play it Should nobody see this shit. Oh, kill me and you blew me away <laughs> all right so here we go right here you blew me away no baby you blew me away obviously she looks like somebody i know now she looks like somebody I know once she took those clothes off. Yep, there she is. Yep, there, there it is right there. That's exactly who she looks like. Yes, Master Splinter has showed up to the building. All right, so every, that's the secret that you guys got to know. Uh, and she don't even have her lipstick off yet. Master Splinter is going to show up at the building. There she is right there. There she is right there. And then you look and go, Lord, have mercy. Let's complain it. I'll play the full video. Anyway, I'm, I'm catching feelings. No, no, appreciate it. Okay, so I'll see you in a couple days. Yeah. Okay, I packed you a snack. <laughs> that, uh, dude, they get clingy once you put them on, and you know you brothers go be going in because it's your dream. This is even Dr. Umar's dream. You be going in knees deep, balls deep, rawr, roar. You roared with the force of a thousand Thors. <laughs> you roared crazy, and she packed snacks for you to go. Boy, that's how it be, brothers. That's how it be. White girls be doing this. And then the sisters catch you in the hallway with the white girl and be like, why are you with that white girl? She can't do that. With me. And she just a plain Jane Becky. But she be letting you roar. Your first, your, your first piece of porcelain skin. You can't handle it. But you be like. And you know, getting damn well, all she got to do is ping you on the phone. Come get me, baby. I'm lying in bed naked and you be over there. You be gone. And yep, she hugging, catching feelings. I'll do whatever. It's yours. It's on lock. It's yours forever. Don't worry about it, daddy. It's yours. You can come back and get it when you want it. It's only yours. <laughs> you be like, yo. Boy, this shit crazy. I ain't gonna believe. <laughs> Look at her brother's like, I can't believe this. All right, look, his sister's like, what them white girls got? What them white girls got that I ain't got? Mm. <laughs> he like, yo, Get him, he ain't never going back to the hood. He ain't never going back to sisters. This dude done got snacks, beef jerky, sunflower seeds, bananas. He didn't got meals cooked. He didn't got the easiest piece of peace leave. He didn't got. He didn't got the nastiest things he done done. He got neck dropped on him. Barbecue. It's barbecue. In he didn't seen white feet, pink toes. He ain't never going back. Sisters can't do nothing, and he got real hair, no weave, Kool Aid. He got all kind of shit, and then he gonna be seen outside, and you're gonna see this dude with this woman and be like, damn, like what, bro? You could do better than that. And he like, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. He got the sloppiest, sloppiest, toppiest you can ever think. 
and he got he didn't got licked in places he ain't never got licked without even asking. Without even asking. This is how you looked at it right here. <laughs> Thanks for coming to this. Show. All right, we'll play the whole video for you straight ahead. Or with me to run some errands. Oh, now for sure. I love getting to know you. Now I appreciate it. You're so adorable. I love this side of you. Want to go to my room? What? Oh, my God. This is crazy. Step into my home, my energy for the week. Sure. Nah, this got to be a set of hot pants. Got to be on the way. Sure. Let me check one more time. Make sure nobody watch me walk in with her. Hey, my handsome king. I don't know if you wanted a snack. I have a banana, some sunflower seeds. Oh, sorry, my panties are on the floor. Sorry about that. Um, I'm gonna go touch up and then I'll. Okay, make yourself a home. Like, bro, no, bro, this shit don't feel right. Hell, no, I gotta make sure nobody see this shit. Kill me. And you blew me away. You blew me away. I'm, I'm catching feelings. Yeah, okay, so I'll see you in a couple days. Yeah. Okay, I'll catch you a snack. Okay. 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 This shit crazy. I ain't gonna believe you. Okay, all right. So, uh, and somebody says she rolled him a blunt. She rolled him a blunt. She had all the, she had all the paraphernalia. She had more. She had more weed and seeds than you actually seen in anybody's house. You like, girl, you got a whole stash. By the way, you gonna knock her up. You're going to roar all up in them guts. Yep, she said, I'm catching feelings because, you know, you brothers put it on them hard. So, sisters, if you really wanted to know, if you really wanted to know why brothers be going over to the porcelain princess, it's not just because they white. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just because they white. It's not because they white. Yeah, she brought the warm towel. She brought the warm rag. It's not because they white. It's the other stuff that they get put on them, and they know how to put it on them. But anyway, we're not celebrating that. Yeah, we're not celebrating that. But all the humanity. He got them guts and all of that. So anyway, sisters, y'all can take notes from the porcelain princess. If you ever see a, a plain Jane with a brother and you be like, why that brother with that plain Jane? Seriously, ask her, like, what do you be doing? What, what are you doing to him? <laughs> Guys, that's still a child support case. And that's potentially a court case as well. So don't think you're out of the water with the porcelain princess. I'm not saying that that's a place that you need to go. I'm saying... You, the long game is what she's playing. Don't think that's the end of the story. Let's get to these super chats. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got super chat time. Did I get forced India? He says, may the spirit of Chiefs be with you and the whole coach gang. We here. Monkey D. Usup says, I'm at work right now delivering these packages. Don't worry, coach. Nobody is going to hear you at my job. Good. All right. You got, I hopefully got your headphones on. Okay, Eli says, I wish you didn't follow that pagan holiday, but I'm here to support my show with my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to you. Unsullied Jewel says, BMs. He says, remember, no ratchets in 2023. Definitely. Definitely. Mr. Clay, real talk coach, a friend stopped by and asked me for a couple of dollars for gas. And before I could give her the 20, she hopped in my bed. And gave me her center cut. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Clay, what the world that we live in. The world that we live in. Guys, I'm telling you, man. It's 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 the weirdest thing. They like, look, I'm down. I'm short 200 bucks out. Whatever. Can you just. They be right there. Right there grabbing their ankles. you like, okay, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> he says she hopped into bed and gave me some center cut. He says, hey, yo, her what? 
or center cut. Wow, center cut. Ladies, what's going on with y'all? Hey, ladies, are you in here? Are there any women in here? Press one if the ladies are in here. Um, Ladies, tell these boys the truth. <laughs> what's going on out here? And don't act like I don't know. I don't know any. I don't know any women that do this. Seven is here. We got them in here. Hey, ladies, tell these gentlemen what's going out here. Going on out here. Y'all doing some. Y'all doing some crazy stuff. All right, tell them you showing on money. Are y'all? Do y'all have rent right now? And guys, just because they have boyfriends and husbands, don't mean they're not doing this. JC says his first white girl nine months later. Here's Dylan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She going to let you. But what we <laughs> what you have to understand is when it comes to that, uh, one of the things that the white community has been very good at, they're getting worse at it, though. One of the things that they're good at is white women typically know being a single mother is a mistake. Being a becoming a single mother is going to ruin you. And they will go, see, this is what you guys don't know about suburban women. I know this. I know this about suburban women. I've been around them most of my, you know, at least my teenage life until adult life. They will go somewhere and get that early termination and nobody will know. Nobody will know. It's a whole secret. The only person that might know is her mother. That's the only person. Or if it's not her mother, it's one of her best friends. They'll go get it. They'll go get it terminated and they'll be back like they ain't never gave up. Like they'll be back virgins like this. They'll be back in Catholic church. <laughs> they'll be back in their Catholic church. They won't know. No, nobody knows. And no more matter of fact, her, they got insurance. They don't got to go to Planned Parenthood. They got doctors. They don't go to Planned Parenthood. They got doctors. They go boom. They go in the cut. They go up to the damn doctor facility. You. The doctor's facility where they get their termination is the same place your dentist is located. All right, you be going up there. You see the girl. You be like, hey, Susie, how you doing? Hey, you going to the dentist? And she like, no, nah, I'm not going to the dentist. I just got to go over here to my physician. Oh, okay, cool. I see you later. You go up to your dentist. You getting your damn teeth clean. And she come out same time. Hey, how'd it go? You get your teeth clean? What, what are you here for? Oh, I, you know, I just had to go and get a checkup. Then they back at your school the next week looking at their taking notes with their glasses. They be like this. They be back at the university like this here. Mm hmm. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, e equals MC squared. Yep. You won't hear nothing. It is the rare time that a white girl will just get knocked up and just have a baby. Very, very rare that they'd be like, I'll choose single motherism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call it a procedure. I had to go get a procedure real quick. You know what I mean? So, but sisters, they'll make it a whole complicated case. They be down there talking to everybody, the family of all, only the female relatives. Everybody know, oh, Lord, have mercy. What we going to do? Oh, I think I'm going to carry it on the full term. You know what I mean? And then the whole struggle gets chosen. It's absolutely sad. But they ain't going to just choose to get knocked up by just so any old dude. Not to keep the guy now. Very rare. And if they do do it, they're low-income white people, white women. If they are a suburban white woman, they ain't going to just get knocked up and have no baby. Mm-mm. mm They know that's going to ruin. They do. They ruin, especially if not with a minority male. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So anyway, 
He ain't about to just, oh, I just got knocked up and I'm going to just have this baby. They're going to ruin everything. They ruin their whole family. They, they, they not getting uh they grandmother, you know, they grandmother or they great grandmother. They about to die. They go to their Christmas party. They great grandmother sitting over there all weathered 93. Oh, look at Nana. Nana got this girl in the wheel. Nana got granddaddy, great grand, great granddaddy's uh will. And they got mad money. This woman's going to risk getting written out of great granda Nana's will to get knocked up by you, Tyrone? Nope. Hell no. Hell no. Because great grandana, even though she damn out of her mind, she know when they say Kaylee got knocked up by a ninja. She's going to be sitting there at the holiday party. She's going to hear that shit. She's going to look up. And she's going to say, Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. With her last breath. Mm. Hell no. <laughs> you got written out of the wheel. Right this bitch out of my wheel. Got knocked up by a ninja. With her last breath. Her last thing she's going to say. You out of the wheel, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> right, that's they go just, yeah, you cut off the entire family. Everybody write this bitch out of my wheel. Anyway, let's get back to the show. MC Hamster says, uh, women are given $1 million up front when they turn 18, whereas men have to earn it and they lose it. He says this leads to self-hatred because there's no earned respect. This is why some women like degrading. Merry Christmas, coach. Shout out to you. Merry Christmas. This is kind of a true uh, thing because yes, they get their value up front. We get our value when we earn it. Most of the time, it takes years and years for us to get our perceived value, and it takes them. They get it up front, and then they lose it over time. And that's it's a metaphor, you know what I mean? Some women are able to avoid it. Some women can dodge it. It doesn't apply always, but yes, most of their value is given up front with little work, and then as it dwindles and they see that slipping through their fingers, then they start playing the blame game. JC says, "Check out Street Voice." He says 304s are down bad. Look, I got a whole bunch of channels that we could check out. I'm not going to uh, advertise for other people here. This is the Coach Greg Adams channel. Mm. But there are other channels where you can see girls are just walking the street. <laughs> and we're saying they're winning? I'm like, what are we doing? Shaw X says, Coach, I had a Latina in college that straight up told me, I bet you that black women don't treat you like this. I was like, damn, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. It is a known fact. So, sisters, if you want to know, sisters, if you want to know why black men are choosing to not be with you, we can have this complicated conversation, but you're going to have to listen. Trust me, I've had variety. I've had all races of women. I can tell you who treats you how, who's authentic, who's not. You know, um, especially when a brother doesn't have that experience, he gets the slightest bit of good experience with a woman and it tips the scale. Because just to be fair, black women do not treat black men very well. And other races of men could probably say that about their, their women. But when it comes to us openly, black men do not get treated well by black women. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry to say that. I'm not trying to hurt y'all feelings. And I'm not trying to start the bullshit. But look, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's weird dynamic. But even the women know that you're not being treated very well by your race of women. And it won't take a very good-looking woman on the, of any other race. I don't care if we're talking about white, but 
any other race can give a black man the slightest bit of decent treatment, and he's hooked. Mm. <laughs> he's hooked. He don't, she don't even have to do much. And this funny thing is, she'll go above and beyond. Now, some dudes take advantage of girls like this. Um, and then we further create a problem because those women get hurt and all of this stuff. And there's a complicated problem even with that. But it's it's the truth. And also, this happens at a very young age, a critical age in a man's development in which he's trying to build himself and be confident. So eventually, this happens at an early age for many men. For me, it was 15, 16. Some men don't get it until they're 20 and 21. Some men get it 25 and up, right? But those are critical ages for men because those men then see what the treatment is like. And then they go back to black women if they do. And then they go, why are we doing, why are we working this hard, right? And eventually, eventually he'll realize it's too much work over here and it's a little bit easier, if you will. Now, black women are going to say, well, you can't, if you can't handle, well, listen, that's going to be your own bed. Go ahead and keep riding that out and see how that works for you. But um, anyway, it's the breakdown of the community. Henry Resilient, one of my exes hit me up to take her to termination. One of your exes hit her up, hit you up to take her to a termination. It was not my baby. I think I'm the only person who knows she's now married with two kids. Yes, brothers. Oh, the humanity. Indeed. There's another uh, confirmation of what we were talking about. And he says, uh, he also says she got pregnant in her first threesome. <laughs> Not with me. She dropped that neck before I took her to her appointment. <laughs> we still cool to this day. Wait a minute, Henry. You're reprehensible. See, men. So wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. She got pregnant at during a threesome. You took her to the termination appointment, but you asked her to drop that neck before you took her. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? Henry. Brother. <laughs> You a cold dude, brother. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Sheldon says, LOL, that white girl skit is exactly what happened to me. I can't go back to the community anymore. Dude, I I don't even want to make that the subject of the conversation because black women get really offended. But, dude, I that has happened to me so many times. <laughs> and then sisters be like, well, you can't handle and You better be able to handle me. And you need to pay my rent and my bills. And brothers that have been on the other side, this is the other side, not the dark side. Brothers that have been on the other side be looking going, dude, why do I, why would I even try? Because <laughs> the sisters be like, well, I guess I'll deal with you. Well, I mean, if you were a little bit taller, if you're a little bit handsomer, if you're a little bit richer, I guess I'll do. And then the woman thinks she's doing you a favor over there. You're like, oh, my God. You'd be like, where's Becky at? Becky hitting you up in the text message. I'm in your bed naked, daddy, ready to give you sloppy as soon as you show up. Hey, Rosalinda in there. I made you street tacos. Let me come over. I'll make you tacos. She come in with all of her bags from that Mexican food, Mark. <laughs> you sit over there and the sister's like, well, I guess I'll. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Dudes that know, you just be like, I ain't dealing with that shit no more. You just cut them out. Just cut them out. And dudes will seriously be like, I see you like them white women. You like them Latino women. And you're like, bruh, I can hear a guy that doesn't, hasn't been to, over to the dark side or the other side. I know a black man that has never been to the dark side. Not the dark side. I keep saying that wrong. I can tell when a black man has never gotten good treatment from women of other races. 
I could tell immediately because you make it all about race. And it has nothing to do with race. It's the quality of treatment that you get is just, dude, when I say it's slightly better, it's just slightly better, right? I can tell when the dude hasn't dealt with them. And most of the time, they super duper ugly as hell. But, but I'm looking going, it's not even a contest. It's not even close. Once you've been over there and they be like packing you a snack. I had this Middle Eastern chick. I had this Middle Eastern chick. She used to give me stuff. She was like, you want a Christmas tree? <laughs> she used to give me stuff. She would come over. She would like, oh, you know what? I spent too much money in Whole Foods. And she knows you, you know who she is. And she will be coming over. She was like, you want all this food? And I was like, nah, I won't take that. She was like, look, man, just, just, just take this. And she would get a box and put everything in there. I and mean, then she opened it up cabinets. She opened up a refrigerator. Take this, take this, take this, take this. I'm like, what the fuck? What the? <laughs> and she was a baddie. She's an Instagram baddie. She just come over and be like, here, here, have this. Here, have that. Take this, take that. She would pack up Christmas gifts. Every Christmas, she'd be like, come over and get your Christmas gift. <laughs> like, all right, I didn't get you anything. Oh, I don't worry about that. I come over there. She got three boxes for me full of gifts. Three boxes. And she would give kiss, gifts to my kids. She, dude, I'm telling you, people are different. People are different. Now, people are like, why didn't you wife her? Well, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy. You know what I mean? She one of them. It was like, you know how Middle Eastern chicks are. But what I'm saying is, the treatment is so beyond comparison that when you go to a black woman, you go over there to Shantae, Shantae, like, you know, I've been struggling. I've been trying to get the bills and my bills are due. And I don't want to, you know, they're so in desperation that they're so worried about their own struggle and making it through the end of the month. Then they're like, you need to do this and you need to do that. It's so weird. And people don't realize it, that, that it gets that weird. And so even a slightest bit of good treatment is way better than you're getting in the hood. Way better. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Henry Resilient, you're reprehensible. I got to get on with this show. Rational Rationality says Mastodon hunting at the Waffle House today. Yeah, that is the, oh. And them fat white chicks, will feed you, uh, they'll treat you really good. All right. And Ancient Man says I was, a, I was a large country black guy from the South. No success in the community with the ladies. And I get the Cali and all the different cultures wanted a sample. It was never the same when I went back to Georgia. Yes, it was never the same. See, California, yeah, they'll get you. They'll turn you out. They'll turn you out in Cali. And then they'll call you all kind of Uncle Toms. But you like 93% of women in California are not black. And guys, in, in many places, the rejected black man has some semblance of status in other communities. I don't know what it is. This could be a whole show if we can go into this. Maybe we'll talk about it tonight because I'm an average black male. I'm short. Um, at this point, I'm older. But uh, when I was younger, and I'm, I'm short and muscular, so I'm not like a throwaway. It's like, ah, you know, I'm handsome-ish. I do very well being an average guy in other communities. Very well. I go to black women. They be looking at me like, <laughs> you know, like, mm. It's like, I don't know what that is. We need to explore this. We need to dig into this a little bit more. It's not like you're hitting home runs. You just get treated better. Not, not by everyone, but you're just, you just move up a level. 
We need to talk about this later. T-Mon Jr. says, Coach, the new movie 80 for Brady is about four ancient 80-year-olds, overly sexual female friends that go on a girl's trip to get their groove back. It's mostly them chasing younger men. Well, if they're 80, <laughs> for sure. All right, if they're 80, indeed, they were chasing younger men. Henry Resilient, she needed a ride, and I needed some neck. She's ultra-religious, hence she couldn't tell her friends she would be getting knocked out of the church. She would have get, got kicked out of the church. Anyway, shout out to you. We got some trolls in here. Stony Montana coached the NAACP. Table caught me with some pearlies and took my black card in high school. I joined the barbecue gang right then and there. It's barbecue in there. All right, man, the NAACP. When they see you brothers with them plain Janes out there, them <laughs> plain Jane Beckys, they be looking at you like this. You know, it's some sisters out there that could use you. There's some sisters out there, some single mamas that really, really could use you out there. And you out here with this ugly, plain Jane white woman. Mm. <laughs> you sitting there like, I just want to tell you the treatment. Did I tell you my story about this girl that came from Belgium? <laughs> I did tell you the story. I'm getting way off base here. Remind me to tell you about the story. This is the roommate that I had, the roommate that was, you know, the the, I, the white girl roommate. All right, but they were all white. But the one I was telling you about last week. Well, her friend came from Belgium. I got to tell you that story again. I told the story, but I'm going to tell you the story again about her friend from, no, was she from Belgium? Yeah, she was from Belgium. Her friend comes from Belgium for the week. I got to tell you that story. Let me do this story and then I'll come back and tell it. Okay. All right, Jerry Jones out here. <laughs> they trying to run his pockets. I got money. Let's. Uh, he's trying to run his pockets, and then we got Grant Card on here, guys. Uh, the game with 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 women when they get in financial desperate straits, they start reaching back to men that they dealt with sexually in the past. So you do, even if you're on the dark side, you deal with a woman, and you give her the the one off. You say she how much, and she'll say five hundred, four hundred, and then you give it to her, and then she skedaddles. Well. When she struggles, she'll reach back to those men. Hey, I, you know, I'm in a bind. She'll do this. Wait, oh, she'll say, I'm in a bind, Nate. I, I need $200. I'm a little bit short. And she'll just send you a Venmo request. She'll text you. Hey, how you been? You got a couple hundred bucks. And you're like, what the fuck? No, we had an agreement. But because women don't have any foresight, they get in trouble financially and they start thinking, okay, there was a man that I can get some money from. So it could be a baby daddy. It could be an ex-husband. It could be men that they mess with in the in their past sexually. It could be men that they um partic particularly they they have some dirt on, meaning that or something can happen. So Jerry Jones, let's take you to the story. I reported on this story when it came out. Jerry Jones, shout out to everybody on Rumble, says right here, Texas court, Texas judge orders Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to take a paternity test. And um, what happened was, I'm gonna see if I can find the picture of the woman. Hey, what the hell? This is Fox News again. I'm going to have to find a picture of the woman, but let's tell the story real quick. A Texas judge has ordered Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 26-year-old woman. Right there. Right there. I'm in a bind, Nate. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, so uh, the woman is suing Jerry Jones, although I believe her college was paid for and he paid her money up until a certain age and then he cut her off. The woman who claims Jones is her biological father dropped a prior case against Jones in April. So I reported on this earlier in the year. She dropped the case, which I believe she got paid off. 
but then she reordered the case when her rent was due. Your rent's due. It says Rich sought to void a previous agreement between her mother and Jones that the woman claims was made two years after her birth. So the woman, the mother who had Jerry Jones's outside kid, Jerry Jones made an agreement with the mom to pay and he paid her. But then when the woman became an adult, the mother didn't have the money. And then the, the child is like, where's my money? Well, he gave it to your mother. And y'all went shopping. Let's go ahead and continue. The judge ordered genetic testing for Jones on Thursday after Alexandria Davis's filed a paternity case in April. We're going to pull her up here in a minute. It says right here, one of the lawyers for Davis confirmed the decision by the judge, according to the Associated Press. The settlement that Davis sought to void had been agreed to in 1998 and allegedly stated that Jones would support Davis and her mother financially as long as they did not publicly state that Jones was Alexandra's father. Well, she violated that shit. The settlement reportedly called for Davis to receive certain monthly and annual and special funding until she was 21. 21. Jones has denied being the father of Alexandra, Alexandria, which that's a bad move because it, if it's confirmed, then you might lose the case. Okay, so let's go back and see if we can pull up this woman. <laughs> Guys, he did what he was supposed to do. Matter of fact, this is what child support does as well. For anybody that thinks he owes this woman anything, he does not because what child support does is they give the money and they say it's the child's money, but the mother presides over the money, meaning the mother has the financial control over the money and thus supports the child, right? But the kid can't come sue you for additional support, right? After you paid the mother child support because the mother presided over your money and he paid up until age 21, which is probably more than he had to. He did what he was supposed to do, but now guess what? She hungry. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay, so yeah, uh, let's see here. Alexandria uh, Jerry Jones. I'm going to pull her up because I showed him. I showed you this. I went over the story before, but this is just a new development. And they were on a reality show as well. So they were on a reality show, the mother and the daughter. Um, and they didn't admit who they were, but they were on one of those shows here. Let's see here. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, where's the, there she is right there. There she is right there. Since her government name is known, this is her right here. Allegedly. These are the two. That's the mother. That's the daughter right there. And this is allegedly Jerry Jones's daughter. And they went on a reality show and they didn't say that they were Jerry Jones's, uh, uh, you know, outside people. But now that they can't parlay that and their rent is due. I'm in a bind name. Now they trying to sue him in court. What the fuck? What? What? Look at these people, man. The leeches. The this is the this is a payment for past use of her her uh, center cut. This is all this is. You're punishing a man. You're punishing a man forever because he used you up a couple of times. And this woman is an adult. He owes her no money. And what she's saying is they made an agreement with each other, but not with me. Oh my God, dude, these people go beyond the pale. Look, these holes are winning. Let's go again. These holes are winning. This is what they have to do all day long, figuring out men to sue. And of course they'll get their money, but this is the devil's money. This is the devil's money. Guys, this is not winning. This is sad to me. 
And of course, you will have men thinking that 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 that's a W. They're gonna blow that money too. Meanwhile, you just keep your head down and work, 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 work. Yes, we have to work. We can't just go get money from women. We have to work, 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 work. We're gonna pan out at the end. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so good, man. It's all gonna be so good. Let's go to the next story. Grant Cardone taking the L. I talked about this last week. I talked about this last week. Uh, Grant Cardone is going to confirm what I actually addressed. And this is that he wasn't his wife's first choice. And if you ever follow these guys and you see the dynamics between him and his wife, he's going to confirm what I said. She liked the bad boys. Grant Cardone wasn't tall enough. He wasn't rich enough. Now, what men should do and what men are finding out in our society today, we don't deal with women. We just saying the hell with them. We'll find a different route. But this old school mentality was, I'm going to win her over. This is the Boyce Watkins mentality. I'm going to win her over. I'm going to show her in the end. And then you come and save her ass when you got everything she wants, which is the money, right? She'll go, I got money. Then, then she says, I'll take you. Let's go ahead and listen to this in full, and then we'll break it down. Wait a minute. I made that happen. She didn't want anything to do with me. I was too short, had no tattoos and no criminal record. She was attracted to the bad boys. <laughs> she wanted a musician. I didn't fit any of her criteria. So I made that happen. I called her 26 times over 13 months and just kept, hey, hey, just thinking about you. Give me a call sometime. She never called me. Never took it personal. I'd show up where she was, dated her best friend, Erica. First of all, how do you not take that personal? You have to think, okay, she's no, she doesn't like me. You don't she's take not. it personal. You can't take it personal. And then you dated her best friend. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an old Italian move. Was that a part? Just to make her feel safe. You... Her friend ended up setting me up with her. <laughs> True story, dude. It's an old Italian trick. You don't know these tricks, man? Never heard of that trick. Oh, yeah. When you go to Italy, I was going to Italy once. I learned from everybody. You give me one piece of information, I'm keeping it forever, and I'm going to use it one day. When you're in Italy, if you meet somebody, Maria, you want Maria, and she's with two other girls, do not pay attention to Maria. Pay attention to her friend, and then buy her some ice cream. <laughs> woman. <sighs> Sorry, Grant. I love you, brother, but... This a L, bro. This a L. This, a L. this this deserves this music right here. <laughs> You've now entered into the list of twelve slips of Christmas, man. We can't let you go out like this, Grant. This is horrible advice to give a man. In modern times, this is a horrible bit of advice to give a man. Yes, chase after the women that don't. He says. He says. He fit zero of her criteria. Now we know why Grant Cardone works as hard as he works because he's trying to keep this woman in his life. This is, I, I, it now makes sense. Is why you hustle the way you hustle is because you're trying to keep this one plain Jane, uh, at might I add, master splinter looking woman. She's a good looking woman, but come on. She in her 50s at this point. She pushed out one kid and she was like, that's enough. He probably has to beg her for sex, and he's supposedly a guy that has a lot of money. He's in good shape. We know, now it makes sense why a guy like this works as hard. He said this is the oldest trick in the book. No, this is the oldest tricking in the book. Mm. Guys, this is the oldest tricking in the book. When you, when you talk about a trick, this is a trick. All right, a trick is not a one-off. This is a trick. Okay, good Lord, have mercy. Let's break it down. And I'm married to her. I made that happen. She didn't want anything to do with me. God, what? Okay, she didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> okay. You could have moved on, but like, obviously you wanted the, you wanted that little center cut. That's our dude. What the what? I was too short. Had no.
tattoos and no criminal record. She was attracted to the bad boys. <laughs> oh, man, this is sad, bro. Oh, my goodness, dude. You can't tell people your wife was attracted to the bad boys. In our culture, we know this to be uh, a not good sign. This isn't a good sign. So in this case, this hoe was winning. All right, this hoe was winning. She basically pulled and up. that's you. On Grant. What? All right, so yeah, this is what players and PUAs do. Man, you got to win her over. You got to beg her. You got to ask her. You got to run up on her. You got to run the game on her. I guess he's running game on her. Huh? I guess he's running game. N guys, do not proceed forward. What? <laughs> she wanted a musician. I didn't fit any of her criteria. Mm. Bruh. D dude. Mm. What? You didn't fit any of her criteria. <laughs> this is what? <laughs> oh so guess what he did so i made that happen i called her 26 times over 13 months and just kept 26 times over 13 months and and what did she do hey hey just thinking about you give me a call sometime she never called me. never Um, <laughs> you got caught in 4K. You didn't get caught in 4K. You exposed yourself in 4K. Wow. Let's hear any more. Is there anything more you want to tell us about how you won her over? Never took it personal. I'd show up where she was. Gator. I show up where she was. You catch a charge for this shit. Your best friend, Erica. First of all, how do you not take that personal? You have to think, okay, she's no, she doesn't like me. You don't she's take not. it personal because so this is the modern guy. Guys in this culture is like, we ain't putting up with this shit, right? First of all, we catch a charge. She have your shit screenshotted. You follow her, show her in, the place, in places where she is. She going to have you on video. She going to have a, a whole cycle of video on your ass. So young dudes ain't doing this. Like, what? Oh, hell no. Can't take it personal. And then you dated her best friend. Like, Yeah, it's, it's an old Italian move. Was that a part? Nah. No, 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 no. So you can't bring culture and race in it as a defense. Well, it's a black thing. You wouldn't understand. No, no, no. We ain't doing it, brothers. I'm not falling for this is an old Italian trick. This is an old Italian trick as for sure. It's an old Italian trick. Just to make her feel safe. Her friend didn't upset me up with her. <laughs> True story, dude. It's so this sounds like a game guy trying to make excuses of how he's successful. Oh, well, you know, then her friend, see what you do is you give her and then her friend set you up and then... Italian trick. You don't know these tricks, man? Never heard that trick. Oh, yeah. When you go to Italy, I was going nah. to Italy once. I learned from everybody. You nah, nah, dude, we ain't falling for this shit. Give me one piece of information. I'm keeping it forever. No. Nope. No. Friend, I'm going to use it one day. When you're in Italy, if you meet somebody, Maria, you want Maria, and she's with two other girls, do not pay attention to Maria. Pay attention to her friend, and then buy her some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> What is this shit over here? He's telling this is this is the old Italian trick. This is bullshit over here. All right, you had your girls over there. I'm, I'm just a plumber. 
I'm just a plumber over there in Westchester, New York. And then I rolled to Long Island. We'd get the Long Island broads over there. I never did any of this shit over there. All right. What is this? Bada bing, bada boom. I had a girls over there and I bend them over, had them grabbing them stinking ankles. All right. I never did no simp shit like this over there. All right. I take the girls over there, Westchester, Westminster. I go over there, Long Island, Suffolk County. All right. I go over there to Westminster, all of that over there. And I have those girls doing what I want to do. This is not an Italian. This is some cockamamie stuff over there. This is just ridiculous, reprehensible. All right. Wow, guys, boy, sipping. All over the world. I guess in this case, um, Grant Cardone's wife is winning. Definitely. Let's get to the cash apps, and then I'll tell you the Belgium story. The girl from Belgium. This is crazy. Crazy, crazy. Boy, DG Seabor says, wow, he did drop a little bit of a bag. I'm he says, blessings, housing crash in 2023. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think we're for certain to have some sort of crash in one of the markets. Housing will go. There's going to be a bubble that bursts. They're putting pressure, uh, trying to get, stop us from, from buying houses. What they're trying to do is stop us from spending. So thus, if there's no buying going on and people are stuck in houses, yes, people are going to be less likely to be willing to sell and not in a position to sell. So, yes, there's going to be definitely something that comes along where there's going to be the biggest crash of all. I don't know. I can't predict that, but yes, some of these markets are going to be very, very affected negatively. Can't continue to push the rates the way we're doing it, and then there's no consequences. They want us to stop spending. Thus, they are creating a situation where something is going to get stressed out. Oh, wait, Excel Pro Services says more thoughts than ladies. There's more thoughts than ladies in this world. And ladies, you know, we lose that term loosely. There's not a lot of ladies anymore. And this is the difficult thing. Where are all the ladies at? Has space will travel. Any guy who has eaten peace leave has also eaten the D. Pause. Yes. Wow. River Bacon says my friends got my friend's girl got an early termination behind his back, which should be illegal, which should be illegal. If a woman gets an early termination behind his back, that should be illegal. She should be sued. Because his parental rights were violated. But in our world, 304s are winning in the courts. We got uh, Lord Leisure paying dues. He says, who you taking to dinner, CGA, Megan the Jezebel or Brittany Renner? I think Brittany wins that one, hands down. I don't see anything. I don't, I'm not too fascinated by Megan. Wait, Megan the you mean Megan the Stallion or Megan, Megan Markle? Either one of them, I, I'm not too high on. Brittany Renner, if I had a choice, yes. Jefferson says, at this time of year, you might feel lonely, but you are never alone when you check in with the coach gang. The coach gang rolls deep, and we worldwide. You know how new, we do new, it. New, new, new world order. Indeed, we are. You're never alone. We here. Ty says, Ty Real says, I used to think like Grant Cardone until my ex hit me with a, I'm not happy. <laughs> if she settles for you, she will end up leaving you for who she really wants. Hashtag parasites, or we call that. Brief false law. We call that monkey branching. Indeed, Grant Cardone's pressure, and we're going to read the story maybe if we have time about uh, um, that type of, type of situation. If Grant Cardone has a fall economically, she's going to be the first one out of there. She's going to divorce him quickly. And we know this for a fact. She's going to divorce him quickly, take the money off the top, and leave his ass there hanging high and dry. Matter of fact, she might turn state's evidence 
against him. Matter of fact, she also knows information about him that can ruin him. So now she's got him by the balls. We got Jay Cool here, and I got you already. The previous one. Yeah, she's going to 10X them pockets. She's going to run them pockets, and it's going to be ugly. But so this is why you got to keep the charade going. It's sad to see. Uh, what do we got here? Mr. Michael M. Hey, uh, are you the brother that I need to send the book to a year later? <laughs> Jesus. Did you get the book? I can't even remember. Tell me if you got the book or not. Mary Chiefs, Miss Coach, I just watched your 12 Simps of Christmas. Great humor and still spreading the message and saving lives. Thanks, Coach. Shout out to the Coach Gang. For some reason, I still believe I owe you a signed book. For some reason, I just don't remember me sending it. So let me know if I didn't. He's going to say, no, nah, you didn't send it, so I can send him another one. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Caitlin says, what's up, Coach? I hope you enjoyed your Christmas. I just have to say that the only thing that Modern XX is going into 2023 and beyond will be good at is collecting pipe for 15 minutes. Other than that, they are not worth what's most valuable to men, and that's your time. That's your time. And that's where women are missing it. The women are saying, yeah, but I want a guy's time. Right? I want this. I want that, guys. But but you're leading with, you know, it's sad. Uh, anyway, David says you should watch Requeen for a dream party scene. Ultimately, we got money scene in there. It's, uh, if you have a strong stomach. Uh-oh. I don't know what that is. Is that a movie or a, a video? The I got money thing in there. Guys, once you go to the dark side, you're going... Kaylin says the biggest delusion when it comes to XXs and casual sex is regarding, is it uh, genitalia? Men and women don't have the same parts between their legs, respectively. But women believe that having multiple men won't affect them physically, mentally, and emotionally. This is crazy. Yeah. They also have, yeah, anyway. But, um, yeah, that's all. Well, somebody say that's. Interesting old news. Newski says Monday is my favorite day of the week and XXs are not winning. That's why they always want vacations because they want to get away from their hard life at home. Yeah, man. If you see how people live, it's, man, it's reprehensible. All right, reprehensible. Did I get, let me do three more, then we'll talk about um, Belgium real quick. AD Austin, I think that younger, I think these younger 20-year-old men are in for a wild ride. COVID really did a number on their communication skills. That's true, too. A lot of them missed two years, two, two years of significant development, meaning the development that would, they would have got in middle school, they didn't get that in high school. Lamik, Lamik, Lamik says, I remember when I was stationed overseas and I met up with this Japanese chick. I took a train to go see her. She bought me dinner and a gift for coming to see her. After that, I said I was done with the community. Seriously. He says, yeah, them linglings got me in a chokehold. <laughs> oh, no. He says, hit me with the junior collar sound, and I definitely want to go to Japan and experience all that. Looking forward to that. Yes, I got to go to Japan. Actually, I don't have to. I can experience it right here. But uh, the difference in culture is what I want to experience, not just a Japanese woman. All right, last one. Thomas P. says, the biggest problem with BW is that, that no matter how much better than is that no much how much better than you are to them, they will always think that they're doing you a favor. It's clown world-ish. Yes, that's a sense of entitlement. But I think that comes from desperation. It's a weird dynamic. We, we need to explore it, but I don't want it to be about just being 
um, um, hammering on black women because I don't like to do that. I never like to, I've never been one to say one race of woman is better than the other. I don't want to come off with saying that because I, American women in general are somewhat corrupt morally, spiritually, and or sexually. They lost, the, the, the church has lost the grip on them and a lot of the 304s be in church. So when it comes to this, I don't want to do that. But uh, if we want to explore the dynamics between black men and black women and then why black men tend to tend to not all go see other races of women and black women don't see other races of men. We're going to we should talk about that dynamic and why that happens. Uh, but uh, there's other things that they have to worry about, too. JC says some milk dub money for the accidental plug. Don't worry about it. Shout out to you. It's barbecue in there. Soldier forgot the world. The world's oldest sim profession has gone digital, so I treat all women like 304s until further notice. Also, Russell Wilson should have been number 15 simp of the year. <laughs> Bronco country's less hide, and the Raiders aren't doing that much better, but yeah, Russell Wins Wilson is a mess. El Chino says, Coach, with the Indian chick earlier, sounds like Jay-Z, I got this young chick. She's so immature. She's like, why you don't buy me Reeboks no more? He says, like to show out in public, throw tantrums on the, I can't remember, you did, I, you're doing the girls, 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 all right? And then out of context, I can't jump right in, but yeah. Throw a couple of dollars just to make a holler. Yeah, I think that's what that is. Anyway, let's tell you a quick story. Then we're going to get into the rebellious nature of the modern uh, women in our society, right? Um, I'll tell you the story about the girl. So my girl, we'll call her Amanda, my roommate. My roommate was uh, uh, a little bit crazy. If you haven't heard that roommate story, you can go back and hear that. Well, anyway, um, while she was living with me, she says, oh, one of my friends is coming from Belgium to hang out. Now, I don't know if you know, that's a setup. It was a complete setup. They already knew what was up because she definitely inevitably told her friend. This is what men don't know. She told her friend about me. She told her friend about me. Hey, I live with this guy. Who's the guy? They probably sent pictures, this and that. So anyway, she was like, yeah, she's staying with me for a week or two. I can't, I believe it was almost like a month. So here's what happens. She was like, hey, come to the airport so we can pick up my friend from Belgium. And I'm in my early 20s. So we go to the airport. She comes down. Oh, hi. We'll call my roommate, Amanda. Oh, hi, Amanda. They're hugging and greeting each other. And her friend's like, oh, how you doing? I'm Daphne from Belgium. Anyway, <laughs> first thing we do, we go. Yeah, this is a setup. Word of mouth. We go to a nightclub in Burbank. That's where we go. We go from the airport to a nightclub in Burbank, drinking, hanging out, laughing, giggling, sniggling. And we're I dance with her a couple of times. It wasn't like an overt. Hey, I'm choosing on you. We dance. We have a couple of drinks. I don't know if we, we might have made. it. I can't remember. But we go back. I think we did. I think we made out at the, at the club. All right. But it wasn't like a right in front of Amanda. So we go back home. And uh, we are sitting at our little dining room table, struggling in our early 20s. And we're laughing, sniggling. And then my roommate, Amanda, says, well, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. So here's this blonde chick from Belgium right here. Amanda says she's going to bed. And then she puts, because we had a living room in between our bedrooms, she puts like um, she puts sheets and, you know, bedspreads and all that shit on the couch. <laughs> and soon as Amanda goes and dips to the bedroom, we just like, oh yeah, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna sit up and talk. She goes to the bedroom, 
And we know that couch is not going to be used. <laughs> we already know. Soon as she goes to sleep, we in the bedroom all night, <laughs> all night. So early in the morning, she goes out, you know, she leaves my room, goes back and sleeps on the couch five in the morning, <laughs> five in the morning. She's back sleeping on the couch so that when my roommate, Amanda comes out, she sees her sitting there. Now I gone on to work. I'm going on to work. So we did that for about three or four days. And then we've had to just let it be known. All right. This girl was, again, fiending, nasty. You know, she's in Belgium. She don't, it's kind of like our guys in Germany. And this was in the ninth. This is like what? Ninth, this was like 2001 or 2000. So they don't have a lot of black guys there in Europe. So when they come here, they want to act a fool. And so that's what happened. Same thing in Germany. They come over here. Just like we go over there, we act a fool. They come over here and act a fool. And guys, if you have women from Europe or Asia or any of these countries, South America, that travel to America, they get in their cheeks clapped. They get in their back blown out. When they come back to you, they done got their back blown out. So um, in that situation, what, ten, what happened was um, we had our fun for about three weeks, a month. I can't even remember what it was. I was worn out with her. And she went back and she treated me like that white girl in the elevator. Oh, she caught feelings. She was like, I don't want to go back home. Uh, let me stay here. She was doing all of that shit. And then I told her to go on back home. She was like, you're going to forget about me. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, she wrote to me and called me on the phone. That's back when we did that. And then, and then she ended up coming back probably about a year later. But by that point, I had another female roommate. And I was dating a girl. I was in a relationship by the time she came back. And, um, and then that girl would come back and I was like, nah, I don't want anything to do with you. I kind of have a girlfriend. And she was like, I'm going to make you. She came over one night, knocked at my door, knocked at my door, opened the door. It was her. I was like, oh, shit. She came back, dropped that net. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I was trying to stay loyal and faithful to this girl who probably was cheating on me. But I was like, nah, I can't do nothing. I got a girl. And then she came over, dropped that net right down. She was like, I'll do whatever you want. Just like that video of that white girl. I'll do whatever you want. Here's a banana. I'll make food with you. I'll make Belgium. I'll make Belgium pancakes. So this is what you got to understand about typically what happens there. Not a lot of black women are doing stuff like that for black men. So when you experience that, when you experience that as a black guy, you see in this, you're like, what is going on? Black women typically will be like, what have you done for me lately? Weird, weird dynamic. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's get into the rebellious spirit. Speaking of 304. <laughs> Speaking of 304 and the, the rebellious spirits of modern women, let's play this video. I'm going to go to this video. Let's get Crank Cardone down. This is a sad video, bro. Right here. Let's go ahead and put this video up. This will tell you a lot. This would tell you a lot about many things that people choose to get into. I don't know who this person is. I do have a name, and I think it has to do with love and hip-hop, which they're probably going to give me a copyright, and it's probably going to delay the playback of this stream. But this woman's going to explain that she chose to rebel against her parents. And for some reason, early on in young women's lives, they choose to rebel against their parents. And then their life will be an absolute catastrophe until they, hit, they get lucky, 
or they patch their way through. They find themselves at age 42 and then they finally get their stuff in order. But they got so much baggage by rebelling initially as a teenager or a young woman. Then they're trying to fix it on the back end. They want you to come in and fix it and save them. Let's go ahead and see if we can play this clip. They're probably going to get me on this one. Let's pause it right here. Pause. Okay, here we go. This woman is known as Alexis Sky. And she steps up to the mic and opens up about her past. And this is where the trauma and the therapy and all of this shit is needed. But she chose this life. Let's play it. I came from a very great family. Um, I just wanted to be my own person. My family wasn't allowing me to be that person. So. Okay, so this is typically of the rebellious spirit of young women. Most young men don't go through this rebellious spirit and admit they came from a great family. They had support. They had a house. They were fed. They were giving guidance. They were giving instructions. You gave them the blue chip mindset. You put them in the great schools. And then she says, but I want to be who I want to be. I want to be who I want to be. I'm going to be me. Now, that's fine. But when you choose that, rebellious nature and the bible has warned us about this when you choose this then whatever comes to your life is deserved meaning if your life falls apart you earn that there's no i got i got victimized so a lot of women choose this even that come from good families and they choose the struggle the struggle doesn't choose them they choose the struggle and then they start blaming everybody else they start blaming jermaine Now, here we go in Proverbs right here. Then a woman came out to meet him with the attire of a harlot and the cunning of heart. She is loud and defiant. Her feet do not remain at home. Now in the street, now in the square, she lurks every corner. This is a choice. This is a choice. They warned you of that. They also have warned you about uh, right here, the Jezebel spirit. I did a great show on this one right here. The spirit of Jezebel, what old tales can tell us. We also know the spirit of Lilith. They choose this as a rebellious. It's in there. It's kind of like in their DNA. They got to choose. They got to say, man, I got to rebel against you and choose my own path. But later on, they want you to correct that path. They want you to save them off that path. I say, don't save them. I did a great show on the Lilith spirit, Lilith's spirit in modern women. Okay. Now, none of this is new. This is old news, as people have been saying in my comment section. But not a lot of people can break down where this is coming from. The end result is that we have allowed this to go on way too long without correcting it. Meaning we don't tell these women when they're young ages, you're going to be written off from family. I'm going to disown you. Okay, you can do whatever you want, but you can't come back here. You chose this path. This path is not the path of righteousness. You're exploring this out of sassiness. You're exploring this out of rebellion. You dwell in the house of Satan, and then as a result, it's not going to work out for you. These hoes aren't winning. You think they're going to win. They think they're going to win in the end, but you know you just don't have enough information. You're going to need something, or you're going to be shoplifting and stealing safes out of grocery stores, as we showed earlier, or you're going to get evicted from your properties, as we showed earlier. And we keep saying, and men keep saying, these hoes are winning. Guys, not in the end, they don't. They're winning now because you're choosing to deal with them. Let's go ahead and continue with the story. I came from a good family. I chose to rebel against fa family to be who I wanted to be. I want to live my truth. I didn't want to live with all these uh, chains and slavery. She chose this. And how bad did it get? 
This is Alexis Sky. I left and, um, you know, I went to the streets. I started dancing. Um, I got caught up with the wrong crowd. I was kidnapped. I was trafficked, like, for a few years out of my life. In these streets. As you heard, that's how far it went. That's how far she fell from the grace of her family. So we see this. Young women do rebel against their grandparents, their parents, their fathers, and so forth and so on. And she rebelled, and shortly thereafter, the devil came back with their receipt. She ended up dancing, which is called stripping. She became a scripper. She got trafficked. She got abused. She chose the wrong men outside of the guidance of her family. That's you, this is you chose this. This is why I don't feel sorry for people. Right? You can't get me to feel sorry for you because there were instructions you were given to not choose this, but you chose it. I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. I'm not going to feel sorry for you, nor I'm going to marry you. No, I can't see the best side of you. No. This is the result of living the rebellious spirit of modern women. This is what we're doing today. And most men are overlooking this and you tolerate it and you think you can save them and watch these men in the audience, mostly black men and black men. You guys have made your own bed. You guys continue to simp and then wondering why your women do not respect you. All of these things that we talked about, about the lack of respect for black men is well earned by you men because you're the loudest voices in the room ready to cape for this group of women, right? Then you wonder why dudes are getting passports. You know, in, the, in, in essence, they're leaving the destructive community that they created for themselves. Let's continue. I was held hostage. You know, I was just sold to whoever, highest bidder. I was like a pawn, and I had to forcefully do it or he would say he was going to kill me. No. No, you chose. Let's, let's, let's frame it again. I don't feel sorry. You chose to do this again. You had a family. You had a good family. You had a house surrounding. They gave you advantages. You chose to rebel because you knew better. You chose to rebel when you had what? You had what nature gave you, which is all of them titties and ass and them curves and them good looks and flawless skin. And then you got used out and turned out. Now, when you're about to hit your demise or hit the wall, the proverbial wall, which you're hitting, now you want to wise up. It's too late. It's too late. Don't wise up now. Don't get help now. You had all the help you can. So look, the rebellious spirit of modern women should not be tolerated. If you have a family member, I don't care who they are, your mother, your daughter, your cousin, your niece, if they proceed to rebel and then you know later on they're going to become crawling back, if they don't crawl back to you, they're going to crawl back to a man or they're going to start being a thief or selling themselves or be trafficked or accept abuse, pimping or whatever it is. Do not save them. There's no victims. There's only volunteers here. And they volunteer for this knowing that they're rebelling against God. They're rebelling against the family. They're rebelling against the father. You chose this. Don't come crying now. <laughs> Don't come crying back now. And we gave you ample warnings. It's hard out here for three. Over. It's hard out here for ladies. It's hard out here for women. I'm here one to tell you as a parent, as a as a man of a single mother, as a former husband, let me tell you, most women don't make it on their own. They don't. They don't. I don't care what the world's telling you. They're telling you this shit. It's going to get harder. Most women do not make it on their own. Without having to sell something, their soul, feet, peace leave, tail, 
their pride. You're going to have to sell something on the back end, your children, etc. You're going to have to give up something. And unfortunately, people, and it's mostly women, are looking at relationships as marriage as some sort of slavery or indentured servitude where they lose themselves. But then they're out here doing this and they're believing that they're out here surviving, right? How do you believe you're surviving? But when I say, well, why don't you get into a relationship with a man? Oh, no, I can't never do that. Mm. I'll tell you another story. I know a gorgeous, gorgeous young woman. I know her. I know her biblically. She's enough. She can make enough money on her own. Like she could fire up OnlyFans right now and she could be flown around the world. That's how bad she is. She bad. <laughs> All right. She bad. She, on the market, she bad. Now she was said, oh, I'm going to join OnlyFans. I'm going to fire up my Instagram. I've known her for a couple of months. She has yet to take action steps to do so. Now she's not getting any younger. She's already young. She's not getting any younger. So by the time she says, oh, okay, I'll do it now. It might be too late. She might miss the window. But she could do it, and she will have simps flocking. I saw her this week because I'm in a bind, Nate. she was in the bind, and I was in a need. And I asked her. I said, so uh, did you start OnlyFans yet? <laughs> did you start? Oh, I haven't started yet. I was like, you talk about fumbling opportunity. I said, you know what? If you actually started one, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to come see me. <laughs> Your rent's due, motherfucker. I was like, use that as a source of motivation. In the meantime, grab them ankles. <laughs> we can be friends, and I'll send you home with a Christmas gift. But I was like, there, there's ample opportunity for you. It's somewhat easy. But here you are. But I ain't trying to save you. You're going to have to do what you got to do. <laughs> In the meantime, hold on tight. I'll keep holding on. She was like, I'll keep holding on. She looking like the old New England Patriots logo at the end of the day. <laughs> Hold on a second. All right. I was like, uh, did you start that OnlyFans? I was like, you should be a millionaire by now. Let me see here. I'm gonna show you what she had to had to do. Hold on. Let's see if we can do this. This is reprehensible. This is this she ended up looking like that at the end of the day. I was like, I was like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Listen, I can't save you. I just have to. <laughs> you know, we just got to do what we got to do out here. You know, everybody got to do, you know, everybody got to make a dollar. Patriot Pat. <laughs> I was like, you know, girls, you know, hey, well, I just, I just have to say, well, you know. <laughs> All right, enough of the tomfoolery. Let's listen to this chick again. She making choices out here. Um, sorry, this is hard to talk about right now, but um, talk, 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 talk. But there's a simp. Yeah, Be strong, um, girl. That see, oh, brothers, kind of has played um, a big nah. role in my life. Can I like, rewind me finding love because I don't know how to love? Look at his face. Look at this, gentleman. You hear this shit? You hear this? You hear the simps? First of all, simp, talk, 
talk. Nope. Say your girl, speak your truth. Uh-huh, lady, go. Tell her what it is. No. There's always the gumps in the audience, man. This is why you brothers can't get where you want to get and, and with your women, right? This is why you can't get there because it's always those dudes. Oh, go back. Chair, baby. Talk. We got you. Speak your truth. No, no, no. This is sad. And this is why I don't know how to love. No, it's not. Okay. Let's just say it's the reason why you know how to, don't know how to love. It was your fault. You chose to rebel. You left a good situation. Now you got tattoos on your neck and you've been ran through and you've been, listen, I can't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. It's sad. You chose this. It's okay, babe. Can't do this. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't. It ain't no tear in sight. All right. I don't see one tear. Crocodile tear. This face right here is the reprehensible face of many single mothers, right? <laughs> they looking like this. That lip always poking out. At the <laughs> Brother, you chose this, sis. You chose this, man. You even had a good uncle. You basically had an advantage. You had a lead and you gave it up to be you. How did you turn out? It turned out like an abject. This is what how you being you turned out. And of course, the simps are going to fall for it. Oh, my goodness, boy. Oh, here we go. Flat back. Mud sharking. Oh, here come another sense. So sad. This is sad, dude. This is basically what we're doing. This is the rebellious nature of women. Let's start it off again. She chose. She chose to rebel against her parents. That's where mistake number one was. Then she went out there in these streets and trust me, in these streets, it wasn't all tears. When she was in these streets, she was having fun with ballers in the VIP club, dropping that neck, getting clap cheeks. She was enjoying it. She was getting throttled. She loved it. Then she got pitched out there and used around. She said she got traffic. That was her own choice. She probably enjoyed portions of it. And now look at her. She has the remains of that as proof on her body, tattoos on her sleeve, neck, and so forth. And now she wants to be singing that sad song. Baby, it's yours. It's barbecue in there. I came from a very great family. Um, I just wanted to be my own person. My family wasn't allowing me to be that person. So so look at how it turned out. That's all I'm going to play because I know they're going to copyright this. I chose to be my own person. My family wasn't allowing it. So I went out there to do it. Guess how that turned out? In these streets. <laughs> Yo, what you want us to do about this shit? When women, when they rebel in your family, let them go out to these streets. Don't save them. <laughs> Somebody says, but she young. Hey, yo bad. Some people ought to learn the hard way, but this is why I think when it comes to women, men overwhelmingly guarded women because they know they're going to have this rebellious time in their lives. But ultimately, they're going to come back. They coming back, brothers. They're going to come back and... You know, Adam A, what's her name? Adam A going to come back to her pastor father after she was out there singing the devil music, getting slapped up by Ike. Adam A, whatever her name is. You know that old scene, every scene where the woman goes out there, does the devil's work, goes out there, gets abused, put on drugs, beat up, pimped. Okay, and then they come back. Daddy, you was right. I know there got to be a scene on, on YouTube. Daddy, you was right the entire time. I went out there and it was the devil's work.
Let me see if I can find the clip. Wasn't it in Tina Turner's movie? I think it was Tina Turner. All right, the the, the pastor dad. I don't know if I can find it. Uh, shit, I can't find it. But the pastor's dad was telling her hellfire and brimstone. You know, they was Kojic. They was uh. Presbyterian that was like cover up woman don't go out there and do it was color purple it's color purple it was color purple that's what it was it was a color purple I knew it was color purple color purple what's the girl's name the one that sings sister you've been on my mind she comes back to church let me see if I can find that oh yeah 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 all right I got it I'll pull it up right now so yeah, it was shook. So look, this is how they come back. So look, they come back like this. They always go come back. They always come back to daddy. They always come back to daddy's house. Can y'all see it? Yeah, y'all can see it. Here it is, right here. Your daughters, your cousin, your nieces, your your little, you know, your your little sister, your little sister, your mama. They do all this shit right here. And then they got come back, eat that crow. They got to come back and you standing up there like this, a strong man. You were righteous. You were strong. You were trying to lead them. You were trying to do right by them. And they come back like this here. Uh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Mm. Yep. They come back shuffling and look at daddy like, damn, you know what pain you put a man through? You know what pain you put your husbands through? You know what? And you run back to your husband or you proceed to violate them in court. You know what pain you put your father through as a young woman? You put your father through pain and hell in your early years knowing like, God dang, I couldn't save her. And then you put your father through hell and then you got the nerve to come back to your daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sorry, daddy, you missed the last 12 years of my life where I was out here doing the devil's work, presiding rebellion against you. Now, daddy, I need you more than ever. He done missed all your years, age 18 to 30, 18 to 32. And you was out there, oh, come on. You out there, daddy, daddy, save me now. I ain't got nothing. They turn me out. Here you are. Now you want to sing. Uh-uh, daddy. Daddy, take her back. You know the people at the church? <laughs> Look, yo, here she come walking now. All right, daddy, I done sinned the Lord, the Lord. And then what happens is, then what happens is you got to take this stray kitten back who destroyed their life for 50, 11 years. And then you got to take them back. And you know what they're going to do to you? They're going to stab you in the back again. Because what you're going to do is you're going to say, OK, you want me to preside over you again? You want this pimp to preside on you? Then you give her that. You give her a cold. You give her a nice place. You give her a warm embrace. You give her food. You feed her. You put you give her house. But then you say you got to you got to cooperate with my rules again. You got to be under my authority again. Guess what she going to do? She going to stab you in the back. Not only that, she's going to bring all of her dinner demons in there. They're going to be stealing shoplifting from your house. She's going to run back to them streets. She's going to lead back shuffling. <laughs> All right. Dude, this is why I tell you, brothers, leave they asses alone. I can do some shuffling, too. Look, Look out, out, man. What, what you, you going to do? do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yep. They're going to cause a catastrophe. They're going to burn down your house. They're going to say, you controlling. I can't take this. They're going to run back to the street. In these streets. And most of the time, their mothers let them get away with this shit. Um, in this case of the Color Purple movie, the mother was like, you need to take her back. Take back the daughter. You controlling, old man. Take them back. And then they, they guilted him into taking his daughter back. 
And then she went back out there getting her cheeks clapped. Look, the rebellious spirit of modern women can't be tolerated. They rebel against you, cut their ass off. <laughs> cut, the, cut them off. I don't care who it is. Could be your mother. Could be your ex-wife. Could be your wife. It could be your current wife. They start rebelling against you. The Bible gives you the authority. Cut their ass off. I'm going to show you. <laughs> the Bible gives you the authority. You don't have to take them in. And black people, stop telling black men to take bad deals. It says right here. It says right here. Where is it at? It is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a white house. Get rid of them. <laughs> Get rid of them. You can't keep them. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing and knoweth nothing. It says right here, the woman named Folly is loud, but she is naive and knows nothing. What they don't know is what's ahead of them. They can be loud. They can be rebellious. They can say, I can do this and I can support myself. I'll pay my own rent. And you know that to not be true. You're like, that is not true. You're not going to be able to do that. I wasn't able to do that. I know you're not going to be able to do that. What you really know is nothing. You're naive. And your naivete is to be protected by me. Because you think, but you don't know. You know nothing. This is Proverbs 9 and 13. You know nothing. And my job is to protect you. But if you rebel in the spirit of Jezebel and the spirit of Lilith and Eve, guess what? You got to go. You got to go. And you will be what? Now in the street, now in the square, she lurks at every corner. That's you, baby. That's you. And that's you. And you can't come back. <laughs> you can't come back. Dude, this has been told. We've been living under this, but the simp spirit in our world has been allowing this to go on for so long. You've been saving them. Tell it, sister. Tell your truth. I don't want to hear your truth. You rebelled, and thus, you are disowned. Thus, if you are in these streets, in these streets. don't save them. They don't want to be saved. If you got to drop that deck to pay rent, your rent's due, motherfucker. it is what it is. You chose this when you could have accepted the fact that you are naive and know nothing, according to the word right here. If you missed it, they told us right here. The woman named Folly, and this is out of context for sure, is loud. The loudest ones. I know my truth. I want to live my life. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead and be loud. Go on out there. In reality, she is naive and knows nothing. The loudest people are naive and know nothing. Proverbs 9 and 13. Hmm? Yeah, I ain't ready for that. Let's show you another indication here. This is Jordan Peterson's daughter. Jordan Peterson's daughter. Even when you know the truth, gentlemen. Even when you know the truth. Doesn't prevent your daughter from getting served up like a whole damn <laughs> loaf of bread here. Let's go ahead and watch it here. This is Jordan Peterson's daughter who went to go visit Andrew Tate. Got flewed in. And then she claims we just talked. Let's go ahead and play this clip. We just talked. I was in Germany and Andrew Tate invited me to come see his house and talk business. And he flew me over there for a day. I was there for a day. He was talking about starting a paywall, trying to figure out how to monetize content. And then I flew home. In these streets. Uh, 
<laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. I know, sir. I know. I know. Andrew Tate, calm down, sir. Calm down. I know you don't got to celebrate like that, man. You don't got to tap dance on it. I, I know what happened, sir. And Andrew Tate has not confirmed that's a true gentleman there. Andrew Tate, you have you don't have to say anything, sir. You don't have to say anything. A true man does never tells. A true man never kisses and tells. So shout out to you. I see you out here. But this is what's happening. Jordan Peterson warned his daughter, and now she's a single mother, married twice. And between the marriages and single motherhood, she was getting papped out allegedly. Or let's just say she got flued in by the one and only Andrew Tate. Let's play it again. I was in Germany, and Andrew Tate invited me to come see his house and talk business. And he flew me over there for a day. I was there for a day. He was talking about starting a paywall, trying to figure out how to monetize content. And then I flew home. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah, oh man, dude, he stop, Andrew, stop, man. This is ridiculous. This is reprehensible behavior. A true gentleman never kisses until. Let's get to the super chats. And then I do have one more story. The next story is just so you can hang around here. We got um, we got the prelude to a divorce, and it includes buying a home for your wife. Stay tuned for that one. Buying a home for your wife can be the prelude to a divorce, and we'll break that down here in a second. Um. And this is by an article, uh, article written, and it's written, it's written from a blue pill guy asking Dave Ramsey how to, he's giving him advice about buying a home. We're going to look at the logic position of the husband and the emotional position of the wife. Most of you guys have fallen for this trick. Home purchases have often been the demise of your marriage. It sets you up. It sets you up. You guys don't know what's coming. Okay. We got uh, El Chino. I got you, man. Jim B in the building. Thank you for your super chat. Mr. MC Hamster says too many Aphrodites and not enough Athenas. Not enough Athenas. All right. Schedule P. I know a woman who has a five bedroom, single family house, high earning position, two kids, and will still call me when her rent is due. Wow. The announcement has been paid for by the new world order. I didn't mean that. I'm in a bind name. Yep. He says these chicks losing. Now, the only position where you think the chick might be winning is when you say, oh, she can make money easily, right? And you think that money is the solution, guys. They're not getting they're not getting money, and they, they don't win. It's not like they're stacking the money, and they're becoming wealthy off their backs. They're having to do things, and the, the, the sad part is they come, back, they come back the next week or the next month in the same exact position, and you're like, what, what's the problem here? What is the problem? Why do you keep coming back for this small amount of money? And then dudes will be like, she finessing you. Trust me, there's no finessing going on here. You're it's sad. It's oftentimes sad because you're like, damn, like you could wow. You could literally be like, I don't know, man. It's a sad existence. But of course, without stability, listening to good fathers, they tend to get put themselves in this position. It's a sad position. And they be calling you and they be desperate. They finessing you. Trust me, the little bit of money that happens to go past back and forth, it don't even equate to a finesse. It's like, what? Especially with. Anyway, wow, it's sad. And the guy, I don't care what financial position the woman's in. And that the reality to this is 
it costs a lot to be a woman. And if they have any consumerism spirit, if they are impulsive, if they like to entertain me and go outside or at least have people believe that they're somewhat successful. I know a woman. I kid you not. She owns her own salon. I've been to it. She be asking me for money all the time. And it ain't even a lot of money. I'll be like. And so let's just say she's got to tuck her pride and ask five guys for 200 bucks. Even that is. That's living on your belly. That is not a finesse. That's living life on your belly or your back. And for all intents and purposes, you would think she's she's got it going on. It's sad. That is not hustling. That is not finessing. To me, it gives me an under, in, under, uh, un indication that people cannot really manage themselves. And yep, they be having weave. They be having their wig, makeup, weed, their own business, their own house, and all of this shit, and barely be getting by. Oh, and child support, and barely be sneaking by. Because women budget way differently than a man budgets. One more indicator of this, as a truth position, if you look up the amount of savings and investment women do versus men, women do way less investing and saving than men. I mean, it ain't even close. The lack of investment prowess that the majority, I'm sure there's an exception to the rule, but if you look at it, it's something like 51 to 60% of the women have never invested in any money market. When you talk about crypto, it was like 80% had never even invested one dime. Okay, about the amount of women that own homes. Now, I know more women purchase homes, but are they homes that are actually sellable homes? Like they purchase homes, but they tend to be like one bedroom, three bathroom townhomes, something that you cannot resell. Like you're going to have problems reselling it. And not only that, their mortgages that they sign are reprehensible. Many of the car loans that they sign, they're going to be upside down or underwater as soon as they drive it off the lot. They do no money down on car payments. They leave with 28% APR, eight, 84 months, $700 a month. They get finessed when they do these mortgages and these auto loans. So even if they have a mortgage or auto loan, highly likely they got finessed when they got it. So they ain't getting nowhere close to true home ownership, nowhere close to actually paying off that car. Many times I've known women to actually get in a car accident in them cars. They still paying it off and they got a rental car. Mm. Not only that, student loan debt. I mean, it's, dude. <laughs> then when you tack on the student loan debt, many of them have student loan debt and no degree to show for it. It's out of control. They don't really know how to manage money. The exception to the rule applies here. If you can go on here, I know, okay. Then they want to talk about 401k. At the end of their 401k, they're going to have $60,000 at best in their 401k. At best. If they have a degree with their student loan, it's a worthless degree. And this is what you want to warn your daughters about. This is what you want to warn your ex-wives about when they go and divorce you and try to split up your money and the house and the kids. And you want to go and go, yeah, but long term, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> You notice they go to work. Then they be at the payday loan office. 
then I'm telling you, it is bad out there. And that's just the women that are, that's not even, that's not even counted the educated women, right? The educated women. Wait, hold on for a second. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. And somebody said, and even then they won't listen to you. Even then, I got a house. I got plenty of space. I got cars paid off. I don't own any of this stuff, though. But my situation is way better than theirs. And they'll come over and look at me like this. They'll be like, okay, I'll see you a couple of days a week, but don't think you own me. Don't tell me a damn thing. And matter of fact, I ain't no going to spend no dime. You pay for dinners. You pay for all of this shit. I ain't paying for shit. I ain't doing nothing. We're going to live off your money and I'm going to save my money. Do you, If you really knew, he says, all you got is a townhouse. That's all they got. They'd be like, I own my own. And it'd be a townhouse. One bedroom, three bathroom. Some shit that don't even, that nobody gonna buy in the history of buying. Nobody buying that shit. <laughs> That's like, what? And then credit cards. We didn't even talk about the credit cards. Credit cards maxed. Credit cards maxed. And that's the best situation. Many of them don't even have any of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's deplorable what, and, and society, sadly enough, is, is capitalizing on these women, right? So when we talk about the debt slavery, I mean, the slavery and servitude and submitting the men, What's eventually happening is the government, corporations, they're getting over on these women like bad. They're swindling them. They're like the futurist female. The reason why they say that is because the economy is going to be, people are going to make money off of women. All they got to do is show them a, a warrior king, woman king movie. They make everything geared to them. They spend the money and they're forever in debt. Is there a woman, he says, wipe three bathrooms, though? No. That's what they do. Society is encouraging this because that's where the money is. See, same thing with family court. Family court is sitting there going, why would we stop this? Why would we stop this money mill? We're making money hand over fist. All we got to do is convince the woman that they can make a couple of dollars off of men by blowing up their family. So these judges and attorneys... They know 85% of the women that, I mean, every 85% of the people that come to them are women. They see this. They're not going to stop it, though. They making money. And so they will let women file any frivolous case. Come on, just keep coming. How old is the kid? You can file until the kid's 18. Some places 21. Just keep coming. File, 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 file. They making money off of these women. And then you're spending your investment. You're spending, your, you're dividing your property. You're spending the kid's future earnings. You're being alienated from the kid. You're being divided loyalties between the parents. And the woman then does what? What does she do? Does she better her life? More likely she doesn't. She continues to leech off of any one of these things. It's a sad reality. It's a sad, sad thing that we're seeing. And it's only because women run the economy, consumerism. It's money to be made. Like I said, one of these days, I'm going to just say, forget it. I'm making them like, look at Derek Jackson. I'm going to make my content for women. I'll be, I'll make 10x what I'm making now. 10x. All I got to do is just pander to women. This is what the church has done. But overall, it destroys society. Overall, it destroys society. Nobody sees this. You're not, maybe not old enough to see this. Yeah, it's cool. We made some money, but what we're doing is we're killing everything else, right? Mm. Somebody said we see it. 
But ladies, do you. I don't know what to tell you, man. Look, this is why I don't save them. Look, you want to drop that neck? Do it. Schedule P. Uh, Kodak White. Remember the Tyler Perry movie where the lawyer simped for his childhood girlfriend prostitute and they celebrated it at the end of the movie. If you rebel, you excommunicated. Simple. That's my rules. If you rebel, you excommunicated. And I, you better figure it out fast or I'm not saving you. No. I have no duty. Especially if I'm in a better position than you. Now, if I end up in a worse position than you, then that's a different story. But more than likely, you'll be in a better position. And then they want to say, well, then I'll come back. I'll do what you say then. Uh, No. No. I'm sorry. It's barbecue in there. And don't let people keep telling you. Like they did this with 50 Cent's son. He rebelled in the spirit of Jezebel because his mother rebelled. And then when it didn't work for him and he came back, oh, I'd like a relationship with my father at age 26. 50 Cent said, nope. And of course, the community and the simps, come on, man, he needs a daddy. Nope. It ain't my problem no more. <laughs> my problem. Bubba, you're off into the world. Enjoy it. Don't take his ass back. The only reason he's taking his ass back is because he hit rock bottom. That's why. That's the only reason. You hit rock bottom and your ass comes scr scrambling back. Nope. Y'all got to be cold on these people, man. JC says, Jay Peterson staring Martin Lutherly at Tate shuffling. Uh-huh. Chris says, coach working for the good of the world. Just had a broke three or four single mother with three kids. Tell me I need a job, but she lives with her mom and she asks for money and she sells content and doesn't have a license. And they're telling you where you messing up. I swear to goodness. I was messing with a chick like that once. She was a single mom a couple times over, living with her own parents. And she'd be like, oh, you work too hard and you take life too seriously. I'm like, bro, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm taking life too seriously. You a single mom living with your parents. Barely got a job. And I'm taking life What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? This is why I tell you, same thing about men living with their parents. You're like, I'm doing all right, coach. I got a job at CVS, at Thrifties. And I got a job at the dollar store. I'm doing good, coach. And I'm like, okay, if your parents weren't there and you worked at the dollar store, wouldn't you need a second job? Wouldn't you need to start, start taking life seriously? That means you're living insufficiently. Like what you're doing is not good enough. You need to start doing a little, take life a little bit more seriously. If you removed your parents from the equation, you're homeless. The hell you doing? There's people out here doing the bare ass minimum. Thinking they're doing stuff. You, you're not doing the shit. What the fuck? <laughs> you're not doing anything. Come on, man. Anyway. JC says Steve Harvey pandered to women and 10 times overnight. You make more money pandering to women because women buy, buy, buy. Now, do they buy with do they buy with money that they have? Nope. No. They don't buy with money that they have. They buy with money that they they are leveraging off somebody else. 
sad reality. Okay, we're going over to Super Chat. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going over to PayPal. I just got to remember where I left off. I don't remember, but uh, we got quite a few. Our brother, we call him Justin. Justin is in the building donating to the barbecue funds over here for these starving brothers. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Thank you, brother, for them starving brothers. Trying to save people, man. Me, you know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't know. Uh, no government name. Nevertheless, here, he says, I thought my ex-wife was winning until she moved my three teens in with her boyfriend and his two teens after 11 months. All 11 months after her boyfriend's second divorce. Yeah. The best thing about uh, men that go through divorce, and I want to give you this hope as well. This is not cope or hope. But when you get a divorce and you pay your ex off, they're going to ride good for about three years. Tops. After three years, they're going to be in Strugglesville. You're going to get indications of that several ways. You're going to get indications that they're in Struggleville and they ain't never recovering out of that. It's never going to get better for them. Like when I say never, never. How do you super chat? You got to go into the notorious CGA channel. It's never going to get better. The indications that you're going to get is they're going to make an attempt on your parentage, meaning they're going to file for full custody on some frivolous shit. That's going to be the indication. Number one, that they're struggling because they need more custody to get more money. Number two, they're going to do what? Do a remodification of child support. They're going to they're gonna tell one of your kids to move in with them full time. And then you, when you agree, they're going to take you to court. Hey, I got 100% custody over here. You're going to be like, what? Wait, hold up. Or they're going to do a modification of child support. They're going to see you're doing well because after three or four years, you're going to rebuild your life and start doing well. Then they're going to take you in for a modification. That's going to be sent number two that they effed up. Number three. You're going to find out that they ain't saved a dime for no college or nothing. Your kid's going to turn teenage, and then they're going to start saying uh, stuff like, ask your daddy. Ask your daddy for a car. Ask your daddy for uh, to pay for this class. Ask your daddy to do this. Ask your daddy to do that. <laughs> right? Ask your daddy to pay for college. Or your kid's going to start thinking about college, and the ex is going to say, just go to junior college which isn't all bad advice, but the only reason they're telling them that is they ain't got no money saved. It's crazy. This is, or sign number four, they'll move in with another man. They'll move your kids in with another man. That's sign number four. So they'll get remarried at the last ditch effort and the situation they put your kids in is less than ideal. Like instead of moving the kids back with you and like, look, I'm gonna start my life over with a, with a new man. What they'll do is move all of your kids in with another man and all of their kids. And it looked like the damn 2028 Brady Bunch. <laughs> You're like, why are you moving them in over there? Like, that ain't going to be good for them. And they won't, they'll disregard you and they'll go, this is their savior now. They'll dump their kids or they'll move into another state. I'm following my man. He in Texas now. And they'll follow his ass and take your kids. That's desperation. The only reason they're doing that is because they're desperate. They've fallen on hard times and they're looking for a bailout. Guys, trust me. This shit is like, I got this down to a science. And there's only a few exceptions to the rules. Most of the time, this applies damn near 100%. We're talking about 98% chance that this is true. They don't care either. <laughs> All right. 
Watch out. All right, Thomas P says, what's funny is the guy that's interviewing Grant met his wife on Tinder. He's opened up about it, so I'm not sure why he's laughing at Grant. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's some guys out here. There's some guys out here. I don't know, man. You got to shake their head. Shake your head at them. We're almost done. We got Das Tokens and four more over there. Um, Das Tokens says, girls are getting hip. They're posting a profile picture that says, don't pee for plea. Don't pee for pee. You'll fall in love. What? Don't pee for pee. You'll fall in love. Oh, God. Never fall in love with people like that. Anyway. That's what I always tell guys, man. You can't fall in love with people like that. And that's not true, as a matter of fact. Thomas Cripp says, keep up the good work, coach, so I can focus on my career. Where's she at? So I can focus on my career. Yep, and you didn't care that much, babe, boy. Then, wait. I don't know what she's talking about. Okay, let's see here. We got two more. Uh, we got a uh, brother here. Tehran says, it kills me when they say they have no license. Dude, they have no license. They'd be like 20, 21. They don't got no license, no car, no nothing. And you're like, what in the world? Then you pick them up. All in the sketchy ass neighborhood. You're like, damn, I should have known. I wouldn't have drove this car over here to this sketchy ass neighborhood. And when we're talking about older women, let's talk about older women because we're like, the older women are like, not me. Ladies, you know full and damn well. You know full and damn well. If you got a crack in your engine or your radiator right now, and your radiator start leaking coolant right now, and you took your car and they put that shit up on that damn rack and they rolls that shit up. They going to find 50 repairs under there and they going to look at them bald ass tires and they going to write up a whole sheet of shit you need to do to this car. And your shit will be out of business in a minute if that car was disabled, like meaning you would need to put more money into that car than the car's worth mm. right now. Take your car in right now. I know there's some people in here talking that shit. Not me, coach. Not me. Take your car in right now. Let them put it up on the top of that rack. I guarantee you minimum $3,000 in repair. Max $10,000. And you owe $15,000 on the car. That means you upside down. You underwater. Right now. Take it right now. <laughs> They gonna have to just scrap heap that damn car. It's gonna cost you six hundred dollars just to put tires on that car right now. Do it if you want to talk. Do it. Your oil gasket blown. You got a crack in your radiator right now. Your junk will be steaming right now if it was hot weather. Brakes gone. Rotors gone. And you want to talk about? Nah, I got it, mate. Put it up there. I guarantee you. <laughs> And that right there will be the that's gonna that's gonna make you go to these streets. In these streets, because you're gonna be like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I put the four thousand dollars in that car, or what? Or what? You're gonna put four thousand in. Where are you gonna get the four thousand? Because you gotta go. You're gonna drop the neck on somebody. Drop the neck on somebody. The mechanic. Somebody you're gonna drop that neck on. <laughs> okay, so. What? Time and belt gone. So if you did that today, 
I guarantee you, you got 2,000, I say 3,000, 3,000 minimum on auto repairs, right? Overnight, overnight, overnight. So I don't want to hear it. And this is just everybody, but yeah. Then you're going to what? Rent a car? What are you going to do? You better hope somebody got a car you can drive. Jose says, facts, coach. I had to cut off my mother and sister. Kept wanting money. When I said I will control their finances in exchange they for help, they lashed out. 100%. This is why I say go vicious on them. When they come back and help, you say, okay, cool. These are the rules. They're not going to want to do it. They're going to be like, nope. They were, they were rather struggle. This is the rebellious spirit. And I say, let them struggle. I don't care. I don't care who, I don't care who you are, who you're related to. I don't care. It's your baby. It, go live your life. No government name. This is MF Jones, 92 Kayleys, one Belgium real estate entrepreneur and a Canadian CrossFit athlete. No cap. Both slid in my DMs. The Canadian responded. My fitness program picks on my story and tell me it's a thirst trap. And I responded, you don't know it's a fitness page or you don't know that this is a fitness page, right? Then again, you're not the only one who thinks that. And then she laughs, says, I normally don't post things like this. For me, I'm 5'9 to 5'10, 170 pounds, trying to get ripped by admittedly and socially outward. And she seems bigger than me. You mean bigger? You mean status-wise? He says, how do I say I got money to convince her to fly her down? Don't worry if she says no, it's all good. I got money. Again, stories of people that I don't really talk about because then people just assumed that I was a virgin, but I was in the fitness industry too. I had a fitness Instagram too. Women flew to me all the time. <laughs> all right. Women flew from France, from Georgia. I mean, women do this stuff. So just tell her to come see you. Tell her to come see you. She'll see you guys. They'll, they'll fork over the money. That's just the thing about being a trainer or a fitness trainer. And most of these women were completely out of shape and shit. You know, they don't care, bro. And I, not only had they did it to me, I've seen them do it to other guys. I knew a woman in her 40s. She would fly from California to Florida for this dude. He was in his late 20s. And she would go watch him play tackle football outside with no pads. They were in some sort of tackle football league. And this woman was in her 40s with multiple children. She flew to Florida to see this ninja, thinking that she was in a relationship with him. Bro, I was like... I was looking at her like, and then she was telling me, yeah, I went down there. She went down there multiple times to Florida and he was smashing every chick in Florida, <laughs> Tampa, Tampa. He was smashing every chick in Tampa, even top Instagram modelish women. He, and I'm like, you went and then you went to watch him play video games in park Lot, parking lot football. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, no, it wasn't rugby. These were just some ninjas that got together in a park. That's It was not rugby. It wasn't organized or nothing. These were ninjas that got together in a park and played tackle football with no pads and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was ripped. He was tall. He had dreadlocks. He had abs. He was a fitness dude. But he was 28 years old. It was it was just street football. I was like, what? She came back and told me. She was like, yeah, he 
he was playing street football and video games and leaving me off to the side and he smashed, then go play video games. And I'm sitting there like, you went all the way to Florida for that shit? Like, what? Like, I don't get it. But he had status. He's a fitness guy. I don't know if he was well-known, but he was enough known. And, you know, I wasn't even that well-known fitness guy. And girls would be in the DMs. They'd be in there back during the kick days. So don't think, man, don't think. And then when they come in telling you, you got to take them out on dates, you got to go to hotels and you got to take them out on trips. Just know that same women, those same women dated and let do smash in between Madden games. I'm going to tell you this again. The women that are telling you by the time they hit mid thirties and forties, telling you to take them out to Flemings and Mastro's prior to that, let do hit it between Madden games. For free. Hit that for free and beat the brakes off of it. Passionately hit it. <laughs> passionately clap the cheeks. You're getting less than passionate. And she tried to beg you to take you. And you're going, what the hell? Like what? Caught SDIs on that dude. She caught three STIs from that dude and then found that that dude hit every girl in Tampa Bay. That dude, I found out he was hitting six girls from Tampa Bay and you still went and you still let him dig the guts. What in the hell? Why would I pay? Why would I take you out to Mastro's? <laughs> like what? It's embarrassing. It's reprehensible. But, guys, this is what's being done out here. Okay. I got a couple of Venmos, and I'll get back to the show. Travis says, the data overwhelmingly shows that men and women don't like each other that much. We just have temporarily curi temporary curiosity for each other. If you pick a rose and take the rose, wait, if you pick a rose to take home for yourself, it will eventually die. If you really like a flower, sniff it and leave it where you found it. Interesting. Interesting, that one. Yeah, some of the people that you actually think about the most, you should just leave them in your memories. Because if you actually had her, you probably would lose your enthusiasm about them very relatively quickly. All right, zero fallout. It was some of your 304 grandmas and mothers telling their daughters to be 304s. They were never really happy in their roles as wives. Now we know why the women have over five bodies being unhappy study. Anyway, interesting, interesting. Uh, many of the things that we are dealing with as well, your grandmother has told her children and her children's children to not be what she was. And this is why you can't recover it. Let's talk about the prelude to a divorce. Let's read this one real swiftly. And uh, let's see here. The prelude to a divorce. Where is it? Yeah, I thought I found it. Oh, here it is right here. Uh, home purchase, buying a home. This is me buying, talking about buying a home again. Uh, you married men know this for a fact, and you should speak up. You should speak up. Listen to the story. The story is not unlike most married men. 
And uh, most married men get caught in this situation. This was sent to Dave Ramsey. I'm not sure if it's his actual thing or if this is Reddit. But I'll read it. Wife wants to move. Baby on the way. I think we should stay. What do you think? And then this is the, this is the situation here. My wife and I, mid-30s, have a baby on the way. She de he definitely. And that's you. <laughs> Late 20s, early 30s. And that's you. Got your ass. All right, but you do, you missed it. Got your motherfucking ass. And it says right here, we live in an older 1,500 square feet home here in Ohio. I think it's enough space, but my wife would like something larger and newer. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. This is a divorce. And it says right here, our interest rate is 2.4% on a 15-year mortgage, which is fantastic. The house she's looking at will require a 30-year mortgage at 6% or more. Damn. And that's you. She does not care. Gentlemen, this is just kindling for the divorce. She wants that house and you're going to pay for it. He says, I couldn't imagine giving up a 2.4% 15-year mortgage. Our house payment is $1,200 a month with taxes and insurance. 14% of our take-home pay. But the new payment on the 30-year uh, mortgage would be around $2,200 a month. That's 26% of our take-home pay. And I'm looking at $1,000 increase as a daycare payment in our current, current home, which we could easily pull off. So the situation he's in now, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so the woman's obviously got to have a job. So I could focus on my career. She not, don't want to give that up. But you're looking at paying an extra $1,000 a month in daycare. Why? Because she's going to work, right? Listen, it's neither here nor there. You're caught in a feminist trap here. This is going to be a divorce. <laughs> These blue pill betas, for real, right, Maury? I mean, guys, you don't see this coming. You're setting yourself up for a disaster. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay, but anyway, and then you're going to figure out what happened, right? You're going to say, what happened to me? Let's read the rest. Our income is $165,000 combined. In our current home, I feel like we have more flexibility to do things, handle unexpected expenses, and now have a baby. And we plan on we plan to be one and done. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, so this dude goes get set up for the praying mantis. She's like, nope, one kid or done. All right, there he is right there. God damn. All right, so she's not going to push out another baby for him. She's in their late 30s, uh, mid-30s, and uh, they met together. She pulled the... And that's you. All right, she got you for a baby. She snatched one out. Obviously, then you're going to be beholden. She's going to pray and mantis you. And not only that, she's going to get a house out of you. <laughs> she's going to get a house out of you while keeping her job. Not only that, you're going to spend money on her daycare instead of her, you know... Again, daycare is a wash. If you go to work and you go to have a daycare bill it's a wash you ain't gonna get that much money over but obviously she's not spending her money she's she's socking away her money for the escape and then you're she's gonna live in that house and you're gonna not live in that house you're either gonna split the sales of it or you're gonna pay for it there's even more on this one let's go ahead and continue he says uh what would you do right now our current mortgage payment with taxes and insurance is 14 percent of our monthly take-home pay is that a different number? Yeah, he says, um, or these larger, newer homes at 30-year mortgage, it would be 26% of the take-home pay. We are putting 15 to 20% in our 401k. And we would like to retire 
at age 55. <laughs> oh, my God. So once again, we see home ownership people that that just say home ownership, home ownership. That's often their only asset. And most of the time you're going to lose that shit in the divorce. So most of the time they have no other asset, which is silly, right? You don't have any market. You don't have any bonds. You have no money market. You have no bonds. You have no no additional properties. They, uh, you have no income generating properties. You have no stocks. You have no global equity. You have no equity in any businesses. You have no business itself. You only have the house in your 401k. That's all people have. And they be talking about my house and I did great in real estate. What else do you own? Nothing else but 401k and a house. He's going to get his ass kicked on both of those. He's going to get his ass drilled in a divorce. No mutual funds, no ETFs, no NFTs, no crypto. All you got is house. All you got is house. <laughs> right. Anyway, and he's going to get his clock clean. He didn't mention he owned anything else. Okay. And uh, the rest of it, he's put in the 401k. Anyway. Guys, this is the prelude for a divorce. This is a praying mantis, and he's going to get his property taken away, or he's going to have to split the sale. He doesn't need that much house. He's saying he can live off less, and he's trying to be logical. Hey, honey, what do you mean? I got a 22.4% interest. She cares nothing about that. She cares nothing about the 2.4% interest on a 15-year fix. That means garbly gook to women. That means nothing. Trying to explain to that to her as a logical decision means shit. She wants a big McMansion. And she knows she ain't going to pay for it anyway. So go ahead and get the 6% 30-year fix or probably get the five-year adjustable rate mortgage. She don't give a shit. It's going to be her house anyway. I don't care. Well, it's, you mean it's going to be $1,000 extra in daycare and extra $1,000 on my home mortgage? We're going to need for the, she cares not. Please understand this. She just waiting and buying time. Soon as you buy the house, then that means you're going to say, well, I'll go and get a second job. I'll ask for a promotion. I'll work hard to get my promotion. All of that benefits her. Don't you see this guys? All of that benefits her. So if you get the extra house and you work more, that means your income goes up. When she divorces you, she gets you at a higher rate. She gets you at that rate. Okay, anyway. You're going to be home less. That means that eventually she's going to say, I'm not happy. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to work harder to, to pay this house. I'm going to work harder to get, put more money in our 401k. I'm going to work harder to pay off the daycare bill. Meanwhile, she stacks her money. She hides her money over here. She runs up the credit cards. <laughs> she keeps her student loan debt. You pay off her student loan debt. She This is how you get screwed. You're going to be living in your car. She's going to be living in the house. You're going to be paying the note. You're going to be paying the mortgage. You're not going to be putting any money in your 401k because she's going to tax that shit too. And it doesn't end there. She's going to get you at a higher rate for child support because you work so hard. Guys, the, this is a baby. He says, what gains of values? Uh, he says, what gains value as time goes on? 
I don't know what that means here. Uh, while being used. Oh, a marriage. Guys, this is a setup of the century. And dudes, blue pill dudes get set up just like this. Now, I know somebody's like, I'm going to have an ironclad prenup. Most blue pill guys do not have an ironclad prenup. Most of them going in there thinking that this woman loves him. Guys, she doesn't. She showed up late in life with a Hail Mary buzzer beater. He put a baby in her right at the last second. She was about to tap out. You rescued her ass off Tinder or Bumble or Hinge. You went in there and fell in love. You put a baby in her. You're beholden for her for the next two decades. You'll be lucky to see your kids after five years. You'll be lucky. Wow. And that's this is when guys say these holes are winning. Yes. At that point, she won the long game. I tell you, don't rescue them for this point, but you guys will rescue a person like this, believing that it's love, and she set your ass up. Man. How long has he been married? Well, I don't know. I can't really tell, but the baby, uh, they're in their mid-30s, so I'm assuming it can't be that long. They put the baby in her. Wow, wow, wow. Super chats and all the contributions. We got Chris Zen, the 40-year-old football girl, still wants a varsity jacket. Mm. Sad to watch. Sad, sad to watch. Uh, Supreme Eminem, hey, coach, 24-year-old. It, sorry. Hey, coach, 24-year-old dealt with the Jezebel from 19 to 23. I drained my energy dealing with her. I don't miss her. I lost myself, and I'm mad for losing myself dealing with her. How do I change my mindset in recovery? Um, I, actually, I actually believe that you know you have more value than her. You got to get to the point where you don't feel sorry for people, right? So you have more value than her. You saw what she is. She's going to be doing this, hopping around the carousel and all that stuff. Uh, you won't see the, the end results until later, and it'll be a terrible, terrible story. But um, you, you drained your energies, but now you have to divert your energies into a positive way. You wasted four years. It's all right. We wasted more time than that. Now divert that energy into something that can be more productive for you. People could just find another woman. She'll do you right. Nah, take your energies, divert it into the right direction um, instead of wasting it on something that eventually somebody's going to be not happy, right? Oh, I'm not, gonna, I'm not happy. I deserve, they don't deserve anything. Over a certain amount of time in a very short window, a year, two, you're going to elevate into a life that she can't no longer afford you. Anyway, that doesn't mean to give up dealing with women. Doesn't mean don't play around. It means to actually look at yourself as the success object that women look at you at, like, right? We keep talking about women being objectified as sex objects, but men are all the time treated as success objects. And even then, they don't love us for it. They're like, okay, he looked like he made it. He's successful. I'll join in. And then they want to just tap on in. All right, here I am. And you're like, and? Who cares who you are? All right, I'm a problem out here. I actually uh, went in and found all my old trophies and all of my old stuff that I accomplished. And I all put it, I put it up all this week. And I was like, damn, I'm the man. Mm. <laughs> like, I, um, I really think highly of myself. And I say that in humble in meekness. I come humbly before you to say, shit. 
why would I waste my time with most of these three or four? Good Lord, have mercy. These people ain't shit. Like, mm. <laughs> I'll be like, look at myself. I step back and look at myself. Look at all that I've accomplished. Jesus. Then I compare it to these people over here asking me for $200 so they can drop their neck. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> you guys got to look at yourself. I think men look at themselves as less than all because a woman has makeup and hair and hair extensions and shit. Oh, she out of my league. There ain't many women today. And I say this humbly. This is a weird position to say in. There is no woman out of my league at this point in my life. Zero. Zip. I say this humbly. This is hard for a man to say. Because then what, what, what you will say as a man, well, these women think you shitty. These women don't like you. And the woman can go ahead and say, well, I don't like you. Girl, I can change your life. Like what? Well, you look like this. I don't care what I look like. I don't care. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. I've accomplished way more than these people have accomplished. I've accomplished more in this damn pinky than most people have accomplished in life. There ain't no woman out of my league right now. And number, the, the other reason I believe that, <laughs> the, the other reason I believe that is because I can buy them. I don't care. I can buy the top woman right now. <laughs> At least for one night. This is how I think. I'll be like, dude, these women are for sale out here. All you got to do is be like, all right, what, 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 just what, let's talk turkey. <laughs> let's talk turkey. Let's just assume <laughs> they all for sale. All of them. All right, let me give you an example because people think it dirty. Let me just give you an example. If I started a business right now and I had a job and I put out a I put out a job application right now. I started a business. I got a studio over here. I started a business. I can get a woman for at least a modest salary, $25,000, $30,000. I can hire a personal assistant right now, a personal assistant right now, for $1,500 to $2,000 a month right now. I can buy her. What? And she could be attractive. And I don't even have, I'm not saying I have a lot of money. It wouldn't take that much to buy her. This is what I'm talking about. Once you cross that line and you realize the woman of your, of your dreams got a price tag on her ass right now. I, and it's sad. I'm not saying that, but that's what I'm saying. So I can go about life worrying about other shit. If I just so... If I, and I look, somebody said the investigators, dude, I'm not saying I have a lot of money. That's just the budget. $2,000, $1,500 a month. That's in the budget. I'm just saying most of them are buyable and it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot. It, it's, it doesn't take as much as you think. It doesn't. I'm going to say this again because y'all acting like I'm a millionaire. I'm not. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not even saying I'm a hundred half a millionaire. I don't even say I make over a hundred K. I'm saying they're viable. <laughs> a phone bill away can make it go a long way. And if I hired her as a personal assistant, personal trainer, I could have her in my presence for as long as I want her. 
it's where we and it's a tax write-off. Dude, it's not as hard as you guys are complicating it. You guys are complicating this shit. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. And this isn't just to buy them for sexual favor. What I'm saying is there's a the, the position that you're in as a man, as a young man, the position you're in is you in two years can turn your whole life around in perspective. And don't get me started. Any woman that claims they love you at that point, you're buying. I'm going to say this again. Let's say you got to the point and you're under 30. You make $200,000 a year. A woman says, I think I love you. You just bought her. She's not there because she loves you. You bought that shit. It's the same principle as you hired her or you hired her for a job. You bought her. She's there for the money. <laughs> when will we figure this out? The way you figure that out is understand that that, that is the truth. That's the truth. I'm sorry. Uh, if you disagree, if you disagree, please state your disagreement and why. Don't just say that's not true. If you say it's not true, it's an exception to the rule. And I know people's feelings are going to get hurt on it, but it. Because look, let me let me show you this. I, I, I'll put this up again. I'll put this up again on the screen. This story right here. About this man in the house. How do you not say he's not buying her? Put it up on the screen again. Here it is. She wants to go from a 15-year mortgage at 22.4% to a 30-year at 6%. And she's like, do it, honey, do it. $1,200 a month payment goes to $2,200. That's a $1,000 increase plus a $1,000 increase on the daycare. Do it, honey, do it. That's $2,000 a month minimum. And she's like, do it, honey, do it. <laughs> okay, do it, honey, do it. Now, this isn't a direct payment. This isn't a direct payment where he's buying her. But he bought it at 2K minimum a month. And she's like, do it, honey, do it. Mm. Now, this woman is also can't be seen as a gold digger. She can't say, no, you're buying me. She can't say, I'm with you for money. But on the back end, she going, do it, honey, do it. How is that different? Can somebody explain? How is that different than you, me saying, yeah, they for sale? <laughs> when I'm going to go $2,000 extra a month, that's a personal assistant. I don't need the woman. I can hire a babysitter without her. I make, uh, if this person says I make $100, 165000 a month, that's $2,400. That's $24,000 in the year, minimum. And it's probably more like 30000 Do it, honey, do it. There's no different. Okay, I see this as no different. Matter of fact, she's doing it out of him being obligated to do it. Not only because now if I buy directly, I'm not obligated to do anything past that. But she's using the marriage and the child as making him obligated to do it. Do it, honey, do it. How is that different? And you know this is just the beginning. You know what's coming next? Car payment. You know what's coming next? Vacations. You know what's coming next? 
oh, we don't have this landscaping. You know what's coming next? Private school for the for the child. You know what's coming next? Divorce court. How is this different? <laughs> like that that is a marriage of people that would say that's love. And you're over here telling me, nah, nah, coach. That's exactly the same. Matter of fact, that's worse because you signed a blank check and you think that woman loves you. You're going to find out real fast, bro, that you bought that shit and you wrote it with a blank check. You signed it. And now she's going to be able to write whatever the hell she wants on it. Anyway, yep, the remodeling's coming next. She wants this backsplash. She wants hardwood floors. She wants to rip up the carpet. She wants the whole damn. It's going to be nonstop for that, that fool. She wants designer bags. She wants to go to Tulum. She, and don't let her cheat on you. <laughs> because if she cheats on you, you pay for all of that so she can go get her put insides pushed to her esophagus. Bruh, how is it different? Somebody explain. Nah, that's different. Somebody explain that's different. I want somebody. I'll, I'll read some comments. I want you to explain how that's different. <laughs> okay, come on, man. Okay, explain that that's better. Or explain why I'm wrong for looking at it that way. You're going to be sleeping in separate bedrooms in that bigger house. In five to ten years, you'll be sleeping in separate bedrooms. Anyway, Edmond Dante's my sisters lied and told friends of our, wait, I think there's a typo. Oh, I got it. My friends lied and told friends of ours that I abused them and that they, that they're in need. So they bought them a car. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read this. It says right here, my sister lied and told our friends I abused them and they were in need. And so they bought them a car. They already had one, but it is in my name. So they gave it back. Lie, duck accountability get rewarded ah man there's so many typos here he says only a woman i don't know what that means but account uh i don't know what that means but you're saying uh something accountability and um they get rewarded only as a woman okay anybody's told me i was wrong yet somebody said it's just indirectly all right r singleton Says CGA, I did go to Mastro's here in D.C. for the first time. And when I got my to-go bag, I did get the feeling that women outside were kind of looking at me differently. It happens. So that's the idea that when you're in places where women know what it costs, they're going to look at you differently. Go to the mall if you ever do so. Go get some designer shit. Walk outside with one of them orange-ass Louis Vuitton bags. Before you walked in there, no women were looking at you. When you walk out with the Louis bag, all the women are looking at you. They at least going to turn their neck and look. Same thing as Mastro's. Same thing as you go to Spago. Same thing you go to travel in certain places. Same thing as when you pull up the valet and you're in a nice car. M many women who are apex predators know the difference. Same thing as when they see your shoes and your watches. It is what it is. And when you do this, when you do this, you then realize, is this all it took? <laughs> yep, you come out of Nordstrom's, you got bags. Guys, that's when you realize, you go, damn, 
damn. Now, all of a sudden, they at least peeking at me. Now, before I was walking in the mall, nobody was looking at me. Now, I came out with a Louis bag. Now, they looking at me. Now, I come out with Nordstrom's and Neiman Marcus. They at least have cut their eyes at me. Right? You realize that's, that's what it's about. It's sad. It is what it is, though. You can't change that about them. You can't change that about them. You would hope that maybe, and there are a small percentage of women that don't care about that stuff. They still will be down for you for a little bit. But if you wanted to try it, go just go get a Louis bag and walk through the mall with it. Now, just don't get beat up for your empty Louis bag. Put put a bag of old shoes in a Louis bag or a Neiman Marcus bag. Go walk up and down the mall. They'll cut their eyes at you. <laughs> and you go, oh, man, this is, you can't change it about them. It is what it is. What a world. Is it Legend Plus? Or Legend says, uh, we have to be pragmatic with how we vet and deal with women. I love them, but I will never trust them. Thank you, Coach. Happy holidays. And I can be pragmatic. I have a very, <laughs> I have a very pragmatic approach to women because, listen, I've been around them. I'm married. I've had, uh, you know, cousins and family relatives. And not saying they were bad. They just have a side of nature that I just accept it as it is. What you guys hope is your girl's going to be different. They can be different at the moment. And if something changes, they revert back to what is easy for them. Sometimes you're worth more divorced than married. At some particular point, you'll be worth more divorced than married. Let me give you an instance. You marry them, you provide, then all of a sudden you want to keep reins over them. You want to tell them, hey, this is what I accept. This is what I don't accept. Even if she got half of your shit, it's better to get half of the shit and have to, never have to listen to you than to listen to you and keep the full shit. Mm. She's like, mm, I could deal with less of a house. I could live in a townhome. I could have my own car. I could get $1,500 in spousal and child support. Fuck it. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> You're worth more divorce than married. All right, Joker Joker says, we need the how to buy women for dummy books. We all buy them, all of us. If you're if you own a company, you bought several women in, in the form of in the form of salary and income. She's serving you as a master. Sad thing here. She's serving you as a master. She's given up her allegiance and authority. Most of the time, you're the biggest authority figure in her life. If you've hired her for a job, you own her. Outright, you can tell her when to come, when to not come, what days to work, what days to not to work. Most of the time, she'll sit up under you for as long as you will have her. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. Most of the times, you might even get a little bit of fun out of them. Who knows? I'm not telling you to do that. But yes, they're bought lock, stock, and barrel. And they will sell out everything for them. They'll give up their family. They'll give up everything for you if you do it in that manner. Now, you talk about other things going uh, directly to them as a source. That's a whole nother game. But any woman that targets a man for their financial position, which is basic nature, it's fine. But men, men who target those and eliminate all the rest, she's bought. She's bought. Now, the big thing is don't, don't give them access to other things. So that's a pragmatic, pragmatic approach. Grant Cardone, spell that out, 
if you will. Grant Cardone said the same thing. Okay. Grant Cardone said, hey, uh, I didn't meet any of her standards. Therefore, I went to work hard and became a billionaire. The only reason she's with me is because I'm rich. He bought her. And she said, I don't like guys. I want tattoos. Um, I don't like guys like you. You're too short. And then she get guess what she did? She went with him when he became wealthy or as he became wealthy. That's called she got bought. He bought her. I don't know how people look at that as different. <laughs> she sold herself to him. No. Is that wrong or no? Am I wrong in saying that? You can disagree. I don't care. You got to give me a reason why you disagree. But how is that 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 person didn't buy her? All right. Dr. Thunder says, for these hoes are losing in the building. Indeed. Jones G, my son and I are checking in. You don't miss CGA. Appreciate y'all, brothers. Jay Shabazz says, women are basically pyramid schemes. <laughs> said pyramid schemes. Uh, we're putting language on these. We're putting language and, you know, people are like, this is, this is terrible. But, um, you got to have a pragmatic approach with them because the, the minute you go emotional with them, that's where you lose, right? That's where you lose. Cause they'd be like, don't we love each other? You know, and they can reel you in with that. But the problem is they can switch. They can switch you to a business really quickly. Well, I don't love you no more. And you're not making me, I'm not happy. you're not making me happy. <laughs> so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to just business um, demoralize you. I'm going to demoralize our business contract. People like, we didn't have a business contract. We loved each other. Well, I'm entitled to. And you can be like, what do you mean you're entitled to? Guys, let me tell you something. They're going to say they're entitled to something based on how, how long you were together. Okay, we were together. She's going to use time as a barometer. We were together for this amount of time. This is the barometer. Now you owe me based on this time and past usage. How is that? And all women do this to some form. How was that not a, how did you not buy her then? You bought her. She broke up the, somebody broke it up. Now you got to pay a fee to restock it. You owe me child support. No, I owe my kids child support. Aren't I entitled to custody and time with my kids? Since you're entitled to money, I'm entitled to time with my kids. Aren't I not? They'll fight you tooth and nail for it. Why? Because they get a better business position. You're also entitled to palimony, alimony. You're entitled. I'm entitled to this. So they're going to say you have to pay me for past usage. Now that you've restocked me, you, you're going to pay me for the back end usage. Even if you gave to her during the marriage. Well, I bought a bigger house for you and I bought a bigger car. So that's what you were supposed to do to keep me. Now that you don't have me restock fee. That's the greatest scheme going on right now. That's been the greatest scheme of the last century. That, that's the greatest scheme of the last past century. That explains what marriage is in America and relationships. Not only that, you got to pay for the first, second, and third date. Why? Because you're a man. It's what men do. That's, they're not looking at you in love. That's a business arrangement. That's a business arrangement. And if you don't do so, X, Y, and Z ain't going to happen. 
But you guys are talking about love where that's basically a business agreement that you're making with them. Why not treat it like a business on your side? But it's only wrong when I treat it like a business. It's wrong when I treat it like a business. I have to meet her emotionally. And then thus she can treat it like a business or an emotional agreement from the beginning all the way to the end. Let's make sense. But this is a pragmatic, non-emotional approach to it. All right, Macaroni Tony, for them ninjas whose car still shaking when it goes over 50 miles or 55 miles and over, and you know what you need. You need that alignment. Eddie says, back in 2016, I had a full ride to MSU through my grants. Around 2016, I received an email, and I'm not sure what that says, that stated I am no longer eligible because my family earns too much money, and it was $1,000 over the limit. I told my mom, and she said she had no money saved for me and to pay it myself. Yes. <laughs> Guys got to know, man, uh, this is the whole idea of, of uh, if you are raised by women, they don't have a plan for you. Men will tend to, tend to, not always, tend to plan for their kids' future, at least want to look out for them. But uh, most of the time, if you grew up around a single mother and you said, hey, I'm 18 now, what's the plan for me? I always tell kids when you're in your teens, ask your mother, what's your plan for her? What's your plan for your kids? Like, what are you doing now? Action steps are you taking now to plan for your kids? They got nothing. You're going to hear crickets. Nothing. It's a day-to-day -day approach. And uh, any little thing that sidetracks them, you know, um, sidetracks them will be sidetracked. And they'll give up all of that instead of progressing your kids forward. Okay. It's sad. Then at the end of it, okay, what do you got to pass on to me? Nothing. No plan. No plan for you. They just hope you make it out. <laughs> All right. And even then, they won't do it. MF Jones 90 says she's physically bigger than me and not status-wise, but she's popular. Don't let that fool you out there. So um, most women that are physically bigger than most men have no choice. So they have to then go to somebody who is at least fit. So don't let that intimidate you. And don't let popularity intimidate you out of women as well. Just because they're popular means nothing to you, especially if you believe yourself to be that dude. Just by you being in better shape, being an earner, probably earning more than her, you outdoing her in life. Okay. Uh, Andrew says, hi, coach. Yet another masterpiece question. Do you think? It's more resourceful that they love than the money itself. It's more resourceful that they love. Wait, is it more resourcefulness that they love than the money itself? Okay. I think I understand the question. Uh, the, the agreement of love has never been real. It's just a matter of time, right? So sometimes the love works for a period of time. Sometimes it lasts. Sometimes it wanes and you guys figure out how to get through it. But um, the, the agreement of, of love has always hinged on the fact of men gifting. I'm going to say this again. This is really, really pragmatic shit. But because you gift, they will then return favor. And this is beginning. I'm going to show you a clip here. I actually didn't want to show this. And we're going way past the three-hour mark. But we got time today. If I give, the woman tends to open herself up. If I water her flower, her rose petals will open up. And in the beginning of time, men have figured that out. So they gift. Here's a rock. Here's a bigger rock. Here's a house that's made out of a rock. 
Here's a house that's made out of a rock in a higher point so the saber-toothed tiger can't get to us. And we tend to have this competitive nature on gifting the women. In past times, they returned the favor many times. Sometimes they rejected the gift outright and says, no, I don't want anything from you, no gift. But now they're taking the gifts and then returning nothing in favor. And then saying, I want a bigger one after they got the other one they got. All right, so they're doing what we call violating the social contract. I'm going to show you a video of this. And this is our nature. Men want to give to women. And this is what we've done. We've gifted to women since the beginning. So the whole thing about tricking and all of this stuff, this is all nature. We want to give. We want to feel like we gave something to the woman. Okay, let me show you here. Maybe did I turn it off? But this has been used against us. And now it is shown that they expect the gift and more. Okay, I, I think I put the video down. I don't have it. I don't have it, but they're using that willingness for us to give to them. They're using that against us and they're taking from us and then asking for bigger rocks. Well, I got that rock. Give me a bigger one. And they'll go to the other dude that has the bigger rock while they take your rock. <laughs> Here's flowers. And then they take your flower and then they go to another dude and he has to either give more than or less than he gives less than you just made it yourself a fool. You played yourself as the fool. Thank you for the flowers. And then she gifts. So this is kind of what it is. I think then they say, based on what you've given me, I love. Therefore, I love. You've given, therefore, I love. This is the nature of our communication. But does that last? Not necessarily. The love doesn't last like that. He says, it's the best. Yeah, it's the pyramid scheme. And then they say, well, if you do this, I'll love you again. I'll love you more. Do this. Buy me a house. Buy me a car. Buy me a watch. Buy me some jewelry. Buy me your earrings. Then they keep just raising the stakes. I'll love you again. I'll love you more. Okay, I've fallen out of love. What do you need? What do you need me to do, baby? Oh, buy me some earrings. Okay, I bought you some earrings. Okay, I'll love you again. Next day, she don't love you no more. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, give me a diamond ring. Okay, give me an extra diamond ring on top of that. Give me a purse. Give me a handbag. Give me a vacation. Give me a trip. Give me, 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 give me. And then they fall out of love, and then they play this game again. Okay, well, you know, you know, my feet are getting cold around here. I just think, uh, you know, you need to up the stake. We need a bigger house. <laughs> Shit. All while she's 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 aging, she's falling off a cliff. Looks wise, I mean, it's just not working for you. And men don't have a jump off point. You don't have an exit plan. Your exit plan is to keep feeding, feed, 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 feed. Guys, have an exit plan. If you see this shit for what it is, you're getting finessed, and it's a business. She looks at you as a means to win in. You're, it's a business. Now, legally, they have the protection. Is okay if you cut it, then you owe me in court. So it's just a whole big game that people keep avoiding because maybe you never experienced it or you don't look at it that way or you look think it's love. Oh, but not my girl. She loves me for me. Well, it's only a matter of time. Real fist. Uh, I'm sorry. Joker Joker says, thanks, coach. Here is a little for the pumpkin spice and junior college fund. By the way, have you heard about the Henry Cavill stuff? Again, I actually reported on him several times, so I don't know which one is this recent or not. Real Fit Style says, you are 100% right, coach. They are better bought. 
or at least better to be seen that you're doing this. If you think that you're doing something different, oh, I love my girl and we love each other. Okay, stop paying the bills. <laughs> like, don't ever give her anything again. Don't pay for another trip. Ask her for 50-50 on the expenses. Never take her out to Applebee's again. Never buy her. Don't buy her a Christmas gift. Don't buy her a Christmas gift. Don't even, and she asked to look for jewelry. Oh, look at these, look at these earrings in this necklace. Don't ever look at, nope, you ain't never getting that. I ain't never buying you any of that. Stop doing that immediately. Quit your job. Quit your job and say, I'm going to just sit here and play Madden. I think I'm going to be a, a Madden streamer. Quit your job and do that. You're going to find out real fast that that woman going to go gone. Absolutely gone. Don't pay for a damn thing. Don't take her out to eat when she asks, how come we didn't go out this weekend? Just Listen, we don't need to ever go out. We got everything we need right here. It's over. <laughs> then you will find out you were a business. She was looking at your ass. She was just draining you. Even ever so slightly. Oh, well, I wasn't paying that much. Don't matter. Don't matter if she got a couple pieces of Applebee's two for 20s from you. You were paying way more than anybody was paying previous to her, previous to you. Don't matter what it was. She was just there. Coffee fan. Thank you, man. But you retracted your message. <laughs> she gone. Or she going to start looking. Or she going to start reaching out to dudes that have been reaching out to her. Hey, I was just checking on you. She's going to start checking on dudes in her beta male orbit. Gone. Dev says, coach, you are speaking facts right now. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, next time New Year's Eve comes. Nah, we staying in tonight. Nothing. Aren't we going to go out to Vegas for New Year's Eve? Nope. I canceled the trip. Canceled the trip. You know what? Better yet, this is what you're going to do. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. If you got a girlfriend, right now, book a trip to anywhere. I don't care. Hey, you know what? We going to Cancun. When? We going in April. She going to be happy. Okay. Then right before the trip, cancel it. You don't even have to buy the tickets. Just cancel the trip. And say, you know what? We ain't going no more. She going to be gone. Gone. It's over. <laughs> you, the girl you got is no longer your girl. And you will find out what it was about. She's going to be looking for that. She's going to be buying bikinis. She's going to be buying bikinis. She's going to be ready, tanning, losing weight, jogging on the beach. Yep, she'll take your ass to court. She'll sue you. She's going to tell everybody she's going to Cancun. And then break the trip. Done. Relationship, gone. <laughs> You're going to find out you was that's what you were paying for. And then she stuck around long enough to go on that trip to Cancun. And oddly enough, if you... Took her ass to Cancun. You might break up after that. Uh-oh. Do y'all want to hear that? Do you want to hear that bit of truth? She might break up with you after you take her ass to Cancun. And the only reason she stuck her ass around is because you was taking her to Cancun. Y'all ain't ready for that. And she's like, all right, I'll stick around long enough to go to Cancun and then break up with his ass when I come back. Y'all ain't y'all ain't ready. All right, no government name. Shout out to the coach gang. I appreciate, and this is a co-sponsorship. He says, I appreciate all the content and being dropped in 2022. Can't wait for 2023. We are going to be on these Mitch Gumbirds next. 
I strongly agree that women will never be satisfied with the man, with what a man provides. You're the GOAT coach. And this is from DXX underscore 22. Okay. And guys, listen, this doesn't make the, what I want to say is, because people are going to think this is misogynist. This doesn't make women bad. It's just, it makes, it makes you wake up. It makes you wake. I want to wake you up. I'm not trying to make women up. I don't want it to be different. I'm trying to wake you up as to how it works. It doesn't work any different. Yes, there could be slightly differences, right? If the woman has a different mindset, she might think, I would never do that. And you live in Topeka, Kansas. Trust me. Tell her you lost all your money in the FTX uh, debacle. This is what happened to allegedly, potentially happened to DJ Twist. Tell her you lost all of your money in investment, your future in the FTX debacle. She going to be packing her bags in less than six months. It's going to be over. You know what? This big ass house, we're going to have to downgrade. We're going to have to take the kids out of private school. And uh, we, I lost all of my stuff in FTX. And the, and the reason you won't do it, because you know I, it'll prove me right. That's the reason you won't do it. If you want to bet me, bet me and do that to your girl. <laughs> okay. Gone. Tell her you lost the Porsche. I lost the Porsche. I lost my status. I lost my job. I lost my holdings in FTX. I lost it. And I got to cancel the trip to Cancun, Tulum, and Cabo. We was going to hit them all. Lost it. She going to dry up on you like the Sahara Desert. Anyway, it's going to be over. And you're going to be there stuck on stupid. And the truth remains. You're gone. Gone. <laughs> girl, you're gone. She going to be gone. Baby girl, you're gone. Gone. Anyway, man. Look, that's it. Let's shout out to all the Master Splinter ladies in here. By the way, I hear the content creator Pokimane is experiencing a little bit of hate because people found videos and photos of her without makeup and she looks like Master Splinter. Maybe we'll touch on that tonight. But shout out to the ladies that look like Master Splinter. I know that's all of y'all, but I love you for that. Anyway. Yep, socks off, lights on. That's the way it goes. And there's barbecue in there. There's barbecue in there. Let's get up out of here, brothers. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the pin number, and boom, money just comes right out.